Okay. And we are currently live over here on YouTube. I hope it, uh, I hope the volume works or is at least uh, the same. But uh, <clears throat> I think uh, the best thing to do is to go ahead and get started. Go ahead and get, get the show started for you guys. So uh, for whoever is watching or whoever is listening, I come to you with bad news. Unfortunately, uh, we have been attacked. We've been taken down. Uh, our page is no longer available on Instagram. That's right. I didn't even say salutations, my friends. Oh, wow. Uh, salutations, my friends, and thank you for tuning into this huh, ragtag edition of Factions of Freedom. I'm your host, Noizera, Freedom Faction, whichever one you prefer, and we already have a hater celebrating the demise of the page. Edgar, Edgar Gabriel. Great. Uh, saying, good, it's good that your page is gone. Yeah, several years worth of work, 16,000 posts, 300,000 plus followers, gone in an instant. And Mr. Gabriel says that's a good thing. Well, since we're not on YouTube or since we're not on Instagram. Oh, no, you, you, you meant you can't hear me? Oh, shucks. I was about to go in hard, Mr. Gabriel. Sorry about that. I hope... Um, I hope you can hear me now. Let's see if uh, you're still able to hear me. It says everything's good on this end. Uh, oh, give me one second. Lucas, give me one second, boss. I couldn't hear you. Try that one more time. I'm having everything being routed through the uh, through the microphone. It's a different setup. Ah oh, man, so I can't uh, I can't hear through Telegram, Lucas. Oh wait a second, wait a second, wait a second. Oh, I try that one more time. I can hear you. Can you guys hear Lucas over uh, over on YouTube? Great. All right. Awesome. Um, I'm trying to see if they can hear you over here on, on YouTube or if we should just, uh, switch up entirely. Um, can you know you guys can't hear on, um, on YouTube? Okay. That's all right. Give me one additional second. I think it's because of, uh, how this is all set up. We're using StreamYard. Um, and this is my first time using StreamYard. And so let's see if if that helps. We'll get this going. Don't worry. Uh, they, that's what I'm assuming. Um, they didn't really let me know whether or not I uh, got deleted from Hunter Biden or the Pfizer interview or what. 
they didn't really notify me. They just, uh, I, got, I tried to get onto the page and uh, it kicked me off. So um, let me let me double check one more time and then I'll go ahead and get started with everybody and kind of keep folks up to date. Let me know one more time if you guys can hear Lucas on um, on the Telegram or if we have to uh, switch things up. I might just pull out the headphones and have it go through the uh, through the laptop. <clears throat> Again, this is the first time we've ever used StreamYard and the first time we've ever really broadcasted on uh, what you call it on YouTube. Sorry. So I think what we're going to do is I'm going to pull out the headphones and we're just going to have it have the speaker go through the laptop. So give me one additional second team. All right, Lucas, give us a shout right quick, boss. Hey, bro, what's going on? I just, I just saw, like, I saw the video that you posted yesterday, bro, about the police breaking that woman down to arrest the guy in UK, man, for breaking quarantine. I, I thought that was crazy, man. How they could do it? I'm trying. I was trying to get up a video, dude. Apparently. I think uh, I think this is another video in the UK, but there's a video of police entering the residence of somebody and forcibly inoculating a child with autism. And so I'm trying to get that video clip up there uh, onto the Telegram feed. And I also feel like that's another reason why they got rid of us is because they're about to pull some crazy stuff that that they do not need like eyes on. Um, so hold on. Can you guys hear? You guys can't hear Lucas. They're saying that they can hear hear you, boss. Okay, cool. I'm gonna I'm gonna assume that they can. They can't hear me. Oh. They said they can. Okay, bro. But this is crazy. Like our freedom is gone, bro. How they can break our door like this without warrants, like nothing? Jesus Christ. Dude, yeah, no, that's it, it. It it literally trips me out because they're gonna use COVID, they're gonna use COVID as the example, as like the pretext to come after political dissidents. Like I already see it being set up. They're gonna say, "Oh, look at this person. Look at this anti-vaxxer. Look at this person that didn't get their shot. They're the reason that that the virus is spreading. They're the reason that things are getting worse." Shucks, let's forcibly quarantine them. I was watching this video, um, and we might even be able to pull it up over here. But I was watching this video on um, KJ's The Scariest Movie Ever channel on YouTube. And it had this little girl that was literally, uh, <laughs> she was like literally doing like a, I don't know, like she was literally doing like, like, a, like you would play Operation when you were a kid. That's kind of what this chick was doing. But you could see the programming going through her. She's like, oh, wait, look, he's resisting. Now it's time for us to, you know. Knock him out. Now that he's knocked out, let's put him in uh, in isolation for 87 days. Once he's in isolation for 87 days, that's whenever we can begin to do all this, that, and the third. And it was just so crazy uh, to literally see them indoctrinate like this little girl to where she thought it was like perfectly normal. She was happy. She was giddy. She was like, oh, we have to give you your shot. Oh, you're resisting. Oh, knock you out. Oh, let's put you in isolation for 87 days. Great. Now they're a little bit more compliant, and it was just it, it, it's just crazy 
literally seeing them like indoctrinate the next generation. And, uh, and, 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 and we can't, it's not that we can't say anything about it. Like they're going ahead so fast that they're removing the ability for people to say no. Yeah, bro. And like the children, uh, the children are our own hope, right? They can change the future. And like, but what gets me mad, man, it's why the parents of these kids, man, why are they, they letting this happen, you know? Some of them who have is the father, who is the mother? Some of them already given, given over, bro. That's the sad part is, as we know that some of them have already been given over to that spirit and they, they it, and they're trying to get other people to go along with it too. That's the other part. Like we're going to be getting into it here later on in the show where they literally release, they're, they're telling you now, we're going to put implantable microchips inside you. So this isn't like a conspiracy theory. Like this is a legitimate concern that we need to start like raising the alarm about. Yeah, see, that's the thing. Exactly, because it, it, it's getting to a point where it's too far, man. We, yeah. we, it, it's, it's what you're saying in the last two or three lives. Like, we are going to have to fight with all our strength to get our freedom back. And it's not guaranteed that we're going to back, going to get back, bro. No, it's not, man. Like, this, this is, a, I think this would be a good way for me to segue into uh talking about our page being deleted and some of the stuff we're going to do moving forward uh because i I agree wholeheartedly with you boss they are not going to give us our freedoms back there's not going to be a new norm this there's not going to be a normal that we're returning to uh they're setting us up for a new normal and yeah like edgar says over here uh, in the chat he says and they're trying to distract with influencers like you got to think dude i literally get on instagram and i get frustrated now because I see who's still there and I see who's really not talking about the stuff uh, and how people have sold out to this system. And so you don't really have people that are fighting back. You have people that are going along with it. You don't have people that are, you know, raising awareness. And the sad part is, is the ones that are, they're clipping them off of the social, off of these platforms. So here, let me, um, let me try to, Halfway restart this over, Lucas. I'm a I'm a mute you for a second, boss, so I can go ahead and get uh, get into a roll. Shout out to uh, some of the other people that have joined us via our Telegram. Um, let me let me do a little quick intro. Uh, yeah, bro, for sure. And then we'll go ahead and get started. All right. I'll uh, I'll just kind of give you guys like a, a a timeline of things. It is currently March or it's currently April 13th, um, Friday. After posting Friday, April 10th or April 9th, the day I got my marriage certificate, I had posted about Hunter Biden being a cokehead because he is. And literally a couple hours after uh, the screen that you see before you uh, was displayed, I think we put up some of the some of the screenshots we got on our on our other page. What's it called on our back of the page? Uh, and they basically jerked me around all weekend saying, we'll give you access to your page. I have four emails from Instagram saying that the page had been reactivated. But every time I tried to get back into the page, that wasn't the case. Um, I'll read it to you right here. I, I, I took the screenshot of it. This is one of the last few times I'm going to be on Instagram. It says, it looks like your account was disabled by mistake. Your account has been reactivated and, she, and you should now be able to log in. We're sorry for inconvenience. 
If you have any issues getting back into your account, please let us know. I've definitely let them know. I've not been able to receive uh, authorization to get back into the account and it's currently disabled. If you're watching, that's what I was pulling up beforehand. Instagram.com forward slash freedom underscore faction has been disabled. The several years worth of work, the thousands of posts that we've had archived, uh, the hundreds of thousands of followers we've been able to accrue over that several years period, gone. We created the page, I think, in February of 2012, and it died April of 2021. And so some of the thoughts that I've been having around here are maybe going forward and rebranding. I'm not sure. Uh, saying RIP to Freedom Faction in this current incarnation and coming back underneath a different moniker, underneath a different name. Uh, but as it stands right now, the page that everybody has become so familiar with, Freedom Faction, is no longer available. And I'm taking this as a hint to kind of get off Instagram. Um, yeah, the Negro superhero says you wouldn't even be the first out. Edgar Gabriel says lots of pages have been banned. Same for, page, for pages sharing uh, the VIRS information, uh, the vaccine adverse information, that vaccine adverse reactions information. I know uh, Ryan of Stand Up 9-11 was taken down. Riza Islam was also taken down. Uh, various other people have been taken down. And this is the state of the truth community. And we asked this at the start of the year. How long do you think we'll be here? We knew inherently going in this year uh, that we wouldn't last throughout the entirety of it. We said it time and time again that this is not, this is not, uh, this is not the same administration, right? And so here we are, uh, literally a week later, almost a week later, basically, and they've not given us authorization back into our page. I don't think they are, and that's all right, man. Uh, I am definitely not the type to sit up over here and cry over spilt milk. I think the best thing to do at this point is to uh, take a step back, look at the lessons we've learned, and try to move forward. Not even try. Straight up move forward because that's all we can do. Um, there are some promising alternatives. I'll pull up some of the ones I posted in our Telegram chat for our audience. There are some promising alternatives that I would like to point you guys in the direction of. And then I'll, I'll explain uh, why I made the choice that I had and this might, again, change, too. Um, some people, we have 39% of people saying stay on Instagram, 11% saying go to Facebook.app or face, fanbase.app, 13% saying go to Parler, 1% saying go to Clout Hub, 6% saying go to Clout. There's MeWe, Gab, Patreon, which we're clearly going to stay on, uh, Minds, and the wildcard option, which is what we should have been doing in the first place, uh, is creating a website and staying away from social media. This was the question that we had asked our audience saying, uh, what platform should we migrate to? I'll put the link in the chat for that just in case you guys want to go ahead and uh, doo -doo -doo. In, in case you guys want to go ahead and post, uh, make your own votes because I do check back in and think about it. Uh, but as it stands, because those are all different platforms that we do operate on. Uh, Parler, CloudHub, MeWe, Gab, Patreon, Minds. Uh, as it stands, the one that we had chosen was fanbase.app. And the reason why is because it, 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 it's like if, um, 
is basically like if Instagram, Patreon, and I don't know anybody on OnlyFans, but that's what folks are saying. It's like if Patreon, Instagram, OnlyFans, YouTube had a baby, uh, it would be OnlyFans. And so this is where we've chosen it because of the aesthetic look, right? Some of those other platforms that you can find us at, uh, find us on, so to speak, don't have the look and feel that we are all familiar with whenever it comes to whenever it comes to the aesthetics of the page. And what I'm trying to say by that is most of those other platforms are basically link aggregators. I can post a link there and like Telegram, it'll show up. The format that people I feel like are from uh, are, are generally familiar with when looking at the content we produce is what you see before you. Uh, a square picture with the article headline, with the uh, with the authors, as well as uh, the outlet and more. I feel like, again, that is what people are used to when they come for us, because we can't go over here on Patreon or we can't go over here on Patreon. We can't go over here on Parler. Uh, we can't go over here to uh, uh, BitCloud, CloudHub, MeWe and all these other places and put the stuff there because it doesn't have the same look and feel. Again, it's more of that link aggregation instead of actually, uh, uh, I guess, aesthetically curated content. I'm not sure what you would call what we do, uh, but this is one of the reasons why we have chosen Fanbase as our backup. Now, this happened over the weekend as well. I want to point you guys in the direction of it. I'll see if I can get it up here. And don't get me wrong, there are some things that I don't like about uh, that I don't like about Fanbase, but at this point, it's a beggars can't be choosers type situation. But there was an article that popped up uh, over the weekend that really kind of made me kind of crystallize my choice for staying with uh, with fan base. Let's see if I can get it up here for you guys. But it basically talks about how you're going to be required to have you're going to be required to have to use your 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 own credentials uh, to get into social media. So this is the clampdown that they're going to have in the future that you're going to have to literally petition yourself to join the technocracy. And that's what we're going to see here. If I can get this article up here for you guys. And this is another reason why I chose to uh, go to a lesser known platform. I know people are like, oh, stay on Instagram. Oh, you know, uh, go over here. The, one of the reasons, again, why I want to use one of these lesser known platforms uh, is because of what they're going to begin doing to these mainstream platforms right here. Australians begin mulling the idea uh, mulling the ID for access to FedBook, Twitter and Tinder. Let's see if we can get a reader version of this so it's not all filled with ads. Yeah, right here. That's not Orwellian. This is Orwellian. Aussies are mulling an ID for access to Fedbook, Twitter, and Tinder. This comes from Jesse Smith over there at Truth Unmuted. And before I get into this, I just want to point out that this is why, again, I'm cautious about even doing more of this work going forward uh, because we know what they're going to do. I, I, I put out the theory in the future that, you know, they'll give you universal basic income for having a Fedbook account, but some of the uh, regulations and requirements to having that account 
are going to be like off the off the charts. And 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 this is what we're beginning to see. In this current incarnation, Freedom Faction, as it stands, and as you know, is uh, not here. So I'm, I'm being told the sound went out. Give me one second. <clears throat> okay. Okay. But... On the other side, um, it's it, it's showing up over here on this end, Gabriel, uh, Edgar. I hope I hope you guys can hear. Back, all right, righteous. Uh, but I won't lie, guys. Part of me sees this as such a blessing in disguise and such a massive weight off of my shoulders. I won't lie. Like, and and obviously, I'm I'm sad that I've lost like basically nine years worth of work just gone like that. I say several, but I'm rounding it down nine years worth of work gone like that. A very, I think shell shocked. I don't think it's hit me yet entirely. What all that means. Just being able to pull up my phone, going to Instagram, pulling up articles, remembering all that stuff. I don't think it's fully hit me yet, but at the same time, it's a massive weight off my shoulders. Uh, knowing that I don't have to keep up somewhat with the popularity contest that Instagram kind of facilitates or kind of encourages, so to speak. Um, because I've been saying about it time and time again. If you guys are listeners to this show, uh, you understand that I have a baby coming and I don't want to sit up over here humping over my phone, trying to provide news, uh, missing out with my family, man. Even though all this stuff is important uh, and we've you know, evolved into this position, I don't want to miss out on some other things that are taking place in my life uh, because I'm so busy focused on this. And so to a degree, I feel like losing the page, for us, it presents a, 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 a massive opportunity of growth and change. That's how I've been looking at it. I'm not going to get mad and shout at our technocratic overlords and beg them to give me my account back. I'm going to look at all oh, shucks. What can I do next? You know, the several years that we've been doing this, the nine years that we've had the page, right? Think about how much we've been able to accomplish and then I'm only able to display to you guys. Now I actually get a chance to think about the construction of the operation. Think about, okay, cool. How do I want to present information? How do I want to get this out there? I'm not going to be putting up posts every single hour. Uh, I'm going to be working on a website, really changing, again, the configuration and the infrastructure of the operation. And I'm actually very, I'm, I'm actually very happy about that because we could not, we didn't have that opportunity before. 
Um, and so, yeah, you know, it, it, it is a little dis, it is a little disheartening. It is a little, you know, upsetting, but at the same time, you know, now we don't, now, now that, uh, that responsibility of being the tip of the spear is not there. Now we get to go see what other people are doing, or at least focus on that, uh, that core audience ship that we've built over the time. Uh, I've told people in the Telegram chat and people I've been explaining it to here locally, I liken it to uh, my battleship being captured and me being able to sail away on a dinghy. I'm just grateful that I have another fight, another day to fight. You see, you know, the fact that we have people tuning in right now uh, on our Telegram and on our on, on our YouTube, even though we don't really use YouTube. Uh, the first time simulcasting on an Instagram Tuesday. Shucks, it's not even Instagram. Uh, crew, it's a it's a crew cast, right? It's no longer the IG crew day. It's now the crew cast. And it's just very subtle changes like that uh, that are going to move us forward into the future. Like I hardly ever I hardly ever use Firefox, Facebook, or Twitter. The only time I'm using Twitter is whenever I'm ripping videos off or pulling protest vids off or something like that. But think about how habituated we were to using things like Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and Twitter. And with the simple introduction of things like, again, Parler, CloudHub, BitCloud, Library.tv, uh, shucks, man, Brighteon, BitChute, Brand New Tube. Think about how many other platforms are out there that are waiting for individuals like us that don't have all that red tape. Again, this is another reason why I am uh, working with fan base. Yeah. Uh, TWJ says, migrating out of Insta is the right time. Maybe your own app? Possibly, my friend. Uh, we've thought about uh, having a web app developed, but um, we would need to generate more interest in order for that to be uh, thriving. That's another reason why, again, I'm going to have to point out fan base for you guys, because like I said beforehand in that little quick spiel, it's kind of like if Instagram, Instagram, YouTube, Patreon, and OnlyFans had a baby, because you can have standard posts that you pull up that's public to your audience. You can have videos that go over a minute long. Uh, we'll be playing some of these on our uh, podcast episode this week, right? And then you can also have exclusive posts. I just put this one up. You can have exclusive posts. That way, if you have uh, people who have subscribed to you, they can essentially have access to your full feed as well as additional stuff. And I like that, man. And so I think what I'm trying to tell you guys is we are going through a, a, a period of change. There's definitely going to be some growth that is taking place. Um, and we're not really sure. We're not really sure where we're going to go. You know, part of me is frustrated that I even have to do this. Part of me is excited that I get to do this. Uh, but at the same time, it shows that, as I've been saying before, we're not starting over. We're not starting from scratch. We're starting a whole new chapter of what we're doing. And yeah, it's rough. Yeah, it's disheartening. Yeah, it's upsetting. Yeah, it makes me want to take a hatchet to somebody's face and just like carve out their eyes slowly. But you know what? Don't have time for that. Uh, and I've got to keep moving forward. So to put a, to put a bow on that, here's where we are. We are uh, currently simulcasting on YouTube and on Telegram. And I'm very interested to see where we will go moving forward. Uh, if you're if if you're a diehard fan, you probably saw that we were able to simulcast on Instagram earlier today, 
uh, on our on our backup page, freedoms underscore faction, uh, with some of the software that we we've, we've, we've been fiddling around with. But that's not where we're going back. Uh, we're, we're, we're not going to go back to Instagram. I think that's one of the main things I'm trying to really iron out for people going forward. We are not going to return to Instagram. The several years we've been doing this, the countless posts that we've had, we've never had, we've never got slapped like that. And I'm definitely not going to crawl back to them underneath a different, either underneath a different name or whatever. I'm not going to do that. I'm going to go take that momentum that we've been able to build up over those several years, right? And put that elsewhere. Let me show you guys something real quick, man. Let me show you guys something. I had to put this, I put this with our post showing the technocrats. Let me put this up here for you guys. Because I don't know how long some people have been following. But this real quick.
what can we achieve elsewhere? And so I don't know, man, you know, that's, that is the situation we have to unfortunately, uh, bury the idea of the current incarnation of freedom faction. And we have to move forward, uh, knowing full well, what, what, what's ahead of us. Um, so yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I'm very curious and, uh, <laughs> nervous is one thing to say, very curious to see where we are going to go moving forward. Uh, but I think that's, that's pretty good. I'm going to go ahead and open up the lines real quick for, uh, for our audience. I want, I want to get you guys' thoughts on some of this and then, uh, we will continue. Jensen, Simi, and you know, I think Charlie's, I think Charlie's just listening. Let me know if you want to tune in, Charlie. Um, join us guys. Simi, Simi and Jensen, let me know what you guys think. Uh, sorry to hear about your account. <laughs> I mean, it will going to happen eventually, won't it? Eventually, you know, it comes with the territory. <laughs> but um, I think, well, to be honest, you, uh, I don't really have too much of an idea what I think. I'll, I'll be honest with you. Um, I think... Telegram's a good place to nest for now. Well, you try to figure out, and obviously you've got your website too. You've got, you've got all the things. What, the things what you, I've been. I'd say it's okay for for even a couple months. But do, do you understand what I'm trying to say? I understand entirely, bro. <laughs> I always feel like I can. Uh, get across what I'm trying to say. Um, I feel like the, the platforms, what you've got now, is a safe place to nest while you figure out a plan. And I, I know that's kind of how it would go anyway, but I don't think you should be afraid of leaving it how it is for a while, if it takes that amount of time. I don't know, I have different viewpoints on it because obviously we don't have much time, but I don't know. I feel like because you were saying it's an opportunity for for change a new thing, it's also an opportunity to adapt around your life, obviously, with you kids coming into the world and whatnot. So. I think it's best to take a lot of time into planning like planning the approach and obviously no, I, you're gonna have speed bumps. I, I feel you bro. You're gonna have speed bumps away, but I don't know. That's personally how I would do it, but obviously I don't know your I don't know your pace, like I don't know how fast you go. So you know, I, my advice, I don't know if my, I don't know if it's good advice, but my advice would just be don't be afraid to you know, to just ride it out on the platform you've got at the minute just while you're planning you know planning what to do oh that i i definitely feel you like i uh i took this uh i took this weekend spent some time with my lady handle business that needed to be handled and not give this attention but i definitely think that you know through 
a, a weekend and a couple days is not enough time to come up with an action plan um, for 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 what we've done. I feel like uh, right now we're kind of still again riding that wave, riding the momentum that we've created. Um, but it's like it, it it's there definitely needs to be more planning going forward. I understand what you're saying. I, I know you would take that planning anyway. I know you, you go through that process anyway, but I just wouldn't be afraid of, you, you know, if you feel like you need to plan it fast and kind of get through it fast, I wouldn't be afraid to just dwell with where you're at a bit and just kind of reassess, which you're going to do anyway, but, you know, just for a longer period in time, that you might be thinking of, I don't, I don't know, because think about it, the fans, what you've got here at the minute, a lot, like, they're the ones that are truly listening, and you know that, you know, it's nothing new to you, like, the 1,000 people in your telegram, like, most of them are the ones who are truly be listening to your work, so you've, you've got a strong foundation, so, you know. No. Yeah, I'm going to agree. Um, yeah, I came across your page on Instagram in 2013. So it really, it, you know, it, it sucks to, to see that they're doing this. Um, but, man, you have a you have a pretty pretty strong following, I would, I would say that. And, you know, the content that, that you have, you've been doing a great job of, you know, keeping that momentum that you've garnered. So, um, you know, I, I, I don't think that... Um, you know, it's too much to worry about. I'm, I'm glad that, not to say I'm glad that it happened, but I'm, I'm glad that now it's allowing you to, you know, have a little bit more time in your own life to do what you need to do. Um, but, you know, a, a serious platform like solidifying a website, um, you know, I think ultimately that's what it's going to have to come down to. Yeah. Because these platforms, you know, they're eventually going to sell out, you know. So just being able to have your own thing. Fan base is pretty cool. Um, you know, I hear a lot of, I follow you on fan base as well. There's a lot of, um, a lot of people moving towards it. So I think, I think it's something that, that, you know, may be able to further propel you, but you know, that website is, that's really going to, you know, just, yeah, that's going to be that hard hitting piece and being able to just cover because of, you know, because of the exposure and the exposing that, you know, the page does. Um, being mindful of, you know, attacks and uh, hacks and, you know, things like that. I know that's going to be, I'm not sure if, you know, if you're into coding and tech like that, but, you know, just something to consider, uh, you know, with that website. No, but, I, man, I appreciate everything you do, bro. Keep it up. No, man, I, I appreciate you dropping in and, and telling me that because that's uh, eventually what I was going to tell the people and what I've got to work into uh, what we're doing. I feel like that was our problem is we got, we became way too dependent on a platform and didn't build something for ourselves. Like our base became somebody else's house. And so when they were just like, get the hell out of here, this is not your house. This is not what you're, you're not allowed to do that. Well, what else could I do? And so I feel like that that's, that's kind of where I shot myself in the foot. I got deeply invested in Instagram uh, and I didn't go build a resilient website um, to house all the information and the work that we are doing. I mean, like we have factions at freedom.agenda.com, but that's basically there 
uh, to archive all of our podcast episodes. And even then, we're having to uh, cannibalize some articles to make way for the new ones. And so to a degree, it's, it's, it's become counterproductive. And so going forward, that's definitely what we're going to be doing uh, is trying to find a, 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 a web hosting provider uh, that can basically double as a, uh, as a website, as a website, as a place for us to house our podcast uh, and a one-stop shop all for everything that we're doing here. Like if I could, if like, that's, that's definitely, again, what I'm going to be doing is building a website where you literally go to it, you tune into the live shows, like what we're tuning into now, or you catch the replay on the same website. The idea I want to have uh, is to where, and this is stuff I, I still have to flesh out and draw out, but the idea is to create the website, use these social media platforms to post like maybe one or two, three things a day, and then pull people from those platforms onto the actual website and then have that be like the cycle. Because as it stands, we're, 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 we're posting on the social media and people are going to those websites, but there's no, there's no comeback. Uh, there's no cycle. There's no loop, no continuation. Uh, so going forward, that is definitely something we're going to be doing. Have you ever considered uh, like developing your own app? We, uh, yes and no. We had, uh, I, I forget, um, I forget the service that we had used, but we did, we did temporarily build a, a web app. Oh, shucks, what is it? I, we, we did try to build a web app, but it wasn't, um, it, it, it wasn't, uh, it still didn't let us have like the post format that people are familiar with. Uh, it was kind of, you know, jank. I don't want to say like janky, but it was just like, it didn't, it wasn't fluid. It wasn't streamlined. It was just super boxy, very, uh, very, it just did not work for us. So I have, a, I would be interested in getting like an app, but like I said beforehand, we have to have more, more, uh, more interest. And I mean that like financially speaking as well. Uh, we need to have more of a financial interest in what we're doing. And we also need to have like a wider audience aspect uh, when it comes to building the web app. But that is something that we have thought about doing. Yeah, uh, I think a web app would be a good idea, obviously. You build up that support again. We got to, we got Charlie McCall wanting to speak and Kirby. I hope I'm saying that right. Kirby, Kirby uh, wanting to speak. But um, yeah, so back to your uh, question on the other day when I asked you on um, these platforms, would they work? for nations like Canada and outside of the U.S. Um, for example, that fan base one, um, tried looking for it since I'm in Canada and the Canadian app store will not allow me to download it. Interesting. Uh, yeah, there, there are disadvantages to some of these apps, unfortunately, that, you know, maybe some of your listeners from outside of the U.S. won't be able to. Um, for example, me, we, uh, that does work here in Canada. But uh, I feel like the traffic on that is very slow, and yeah, it's uh, it's like a bougie of Facebook. I, people are still not jumping on it. Now, I don't know if you have been following up with the crypto world. Um, there's one coin called Cordano that is going to allow people to um, do their own sort of 
applications and websites on their platform. Okay. Which will be DeFi'd, and you won't actually have to be required to get a server because everything on the Cordano network will be running off nodes. So what that that means is that no matter how much of the traffic you're Uh, I, I said uh, I said that's very interesting. Have you heard of a Have you yeah. heard of, of a BitCloud where they have creator coins? Is it something similar like that? So I guess so. Yeah, something very similar. The thing with Cordano is I don't know if you've been keeping up, but their main focus is trying to get Africa on board. Once okay. they have Africa on board, they're going to start releasing these kind of things off. And also with the player network opening up pretty soon. It will allow users to be able to make passive income and so forth. So, Flair and uh, Cordano are the two main um, projects that you want to look out for in the future that may be interest in uh, creating your own businesses that require, you know, services and that sort of things on the internet. And you but say that's with, you say that's Flair spelled F L A Y E R and Cordano C O R D A N O uh, C A R and Cordano and Flare, uh, F L A P R E, Flare Spark Token. It's from XRP. Okay. So those two alone, they're going to be having their own sort of networks. So this may be a potential good thing for us in the future when we want to get away from, you know, the, the, the government and the, regula the regulations and the, the, the servers, having servers and all that stuff, right? Getting away from the Being red tape. To do it off the node will be a lot easier for everyone. Well, have you are you familiar with uh, with noise cash and and twitch? No. Uh, twitch, I heard of. Yeah, yeah. Not noise cash uh, so much. So. Yeah. Well, they 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 seem like uh, like they're not necessarily Twitter alternatives, but they're there's something uh, somewhat along those lines where it's just like they'll pay you in Bitcoin, or you have to like use their crypto to be able to 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 post. But by posting, you're able to generate crypto, and it's a whole ecosystem is it is it someone like that uh no 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 that's definitely definitely something different okay. um, the other stuff is just mainly you come up with the idea they're willing to give you the platform to run it on okay interesting yeah yes interesting which the now the real question is the people will they pay for a subscription and, and if they do pay Will this include my information being, you know, not, not being published to the government? Is this also going to allow less advertisements being promoted on my news feed? That sort of stuff. Because I've seen that on MeWe. MeWe does charge for a subscription. They have the free account, but they have the, they charge subscription as well. And I'm quite wondering if these applications start to head towards that direction, what am I paying for? Right. Am I going to get privacy? Mm. Yeah. Mm. That's that, that's the question yeah. of the day. That is definitely the question of the yeah. day. I mean, especially whenever. Because if, if, if customers are paying, you no longer have to go out and look for someone to, you know, maintain your servers. Now you have your investors. They're, they're, they're buying into the website, right? True. Rather than you having to go look for people that you have to sell their, their content. But now the people themselves are paying for it. So... 
that's the real question. Where, where's the direction going to head towards these subscriptions? Am I going to get privacy or are you guys just going to take my money and my data? Right. Well, that's one of the things I had like a problem with as far as Instagram, uh, you know, yeah. from the yeah. fact that I would like think about something and it would show me like an ad perfectly curated for it, or I'd say something. I'm, I'm, and it, I'm getting scared because I'm not too sure if they're reading my mind because sometimes they are in my head that they are like, like they are dude. Well, I'm, I, I don't have any posts or anything to back it up, but to a degree, I, I feel like they are because I know exactly what you're going to say. You have thoughts about, Oh, I need to pick up something from, from the store. Maybe I'll use I Instacart. I just have it in my head. Yeah, yeah, you don't you don't say it, but you think it, and then boom, out of nowhere, you have like an ad for Instacart, and you're like, "That's kind of weird." Um, I was I wasn't tapping around on the platform. I wasn't saying it. So no. And then you go on your settings. You have everything turned off, the mm -hmm. mic, everything. But see, and that I I remember pointing it out. I think I had posted in our Telegram chat that Instagram is one of the main sellers of your data to third party. Yeah, like providers like that's one of the main reasons why I am so down to get off of that Kirby. I don't know if you listen. I don't know if you were here beforehand, uh, but I had pulled up this article talking about how let me see if I can get this up for you. It was talking about how in the future, Australians are apparently mulling the idea of using their IDs to get access to Facebook, Twitter and Tinder. And so when you're talking about paying for your privacy, you just want to get access to your newsfeed. You know, you don't want to have to give the you don't want to have to give the Australian government your ID. You don't want to have to pay technocrats to you know incept ideas into your head. What are you? What are well, your? Wasn't there that application of uh, Parler? Uh, 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 the one that got shut down by Amazon. Parler. They asking for an ID. Yes, Parler. I yeah. think also asks yeah, for an ID. Yeah, Parler. I remember. Well, the one of the I. I one of the reasons I have a problem with Parler, it's not because the symbol looks like an Israeli shekel, uh, but because <laughs> but because you have other people like pointing out like, hey, these guys aren't what they're make what 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 they're making themselves out to seem like. Um, like I have more respect for Andrew Torba of Gab than I do for what's going on over there at Parler. They're trying to position themselves as if they're like a free speech redoubt. But you know they're in cahoots with some of the other technocrats. Uh, what are your thoughts on 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 Gab versus Parler? Well, yeah, the the thing the thing with Parler, like I was as soon as I heard they they requested for ID, I knew there was something fishy because there's no way you're going to be asking for ID and then trying to be all fucking liberal, yeah, like freedom of speech. That makes no sense. How is it that this platform is a, it, like it's basically saying? If I want to play in this park, I need to pay a fee. No. Uh, what, for me to exercise and get physical? That doesn't make any sense. So, you know, I, I never signed up on it. And after, you know, I heard that Trump supporters and a lot of people that were free-minded were on that application, I found it very strange that these types of people would even go there and register with their ID. Because last side check, anything that's tied into my name is going to come back to me one day. Yep. And another thing that people don't realize is, Today, people need to watch that show Westworld because that's that's where we're heading if AI starts to take over. If these AI start to decide on who you should be, what your career should be like, and what kind of, what part of the city you should live in, that's pretty much where we're heading toward. Yep. And with these social medias and people posting up today, they don't understand that you're creating a, what they call is a digital footprint. Yep. This all started since uh, 2012. 
Ever since 2012, they started recording everything. And ever since Google did that new update back in 2012, where they went with the whole entire words to now just the G, that's when everything started getting fucking recorded. And since 2012, it's just, it, it's a digital footprint that people don't realize. You posting up yesterday is going to affect you tomorrow. Yep. Because one day, they're going to put you in a court system. And they're going to whip out everything since 2012 and say, well, the type of character you work in this decade and this decade obviously tells us that you're heading towards the worst, you know, personality or something. Well, now, now you're talking about pre-crime. Now you're talking about some yeah. minority report style stuff. Well, that's that's the social yeah. credit score system. And like you're saying, everything that we're doing these days leaves that digital footprint. And that's why I'm to that's why to a degree, I'm kind of glad that Freedom Faction is 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 gone because with where that page the trajectory on that page where things are going i feel a little bit better knowing that i don't have to steer that ship does that make sense given like what we're talking yeah, about yeah. right now yes 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 you don't have to steer it because i and i agree what you're saying you know and you know as much as we want to do what we want to do it's very difficult and some people may not ask well why don't you do more and it's like because I don't want to really put myself out there, you know? I realize that in this new world, if I want to become a millionaire, billionaire, you're really going to have to show your face. Yep. Literally. The only way you can get away from not showing your face is having to use your head really well enough like Jeffrey Empty and get away with a bunch of shit, right? But then eventually it catches up to you. It, ca it literally catches up to you. My best suggestion in living in this new world, man, Get up to a point where you're you're satisfied and get the fuck out. Get out of the main cities and just live off of small cities and create from there. And if you're closer to the water, even better because get yourself a boat. You never know when that day's gonna come when you're gonna have to leave the country. Yep. And that's what's happening here in Canada. I'm currently here and I've been locked up in my house for over 365 days. Wow. I have not committed a crime in my life. I have not done anything. I went to school, became an engineer, blah, 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 lived a normal life. But guess what? Now my government has locked all of us in. There are, there, there, yes, there may have been those windows, the one-week window where I got to go out. That was it. But it was just a week. The fact is I'm still here 365 days later in my own home. Ridiculous. Yeah, it's, it's only getting worse. And people don't realize Trudeau did not come from Mr. Pierre Trudeau. The, the wonderful man from the 80s. Trudeau came from fucking Fidel Castro. Yep. Fidel Castro was all about communists. This is where this country is leading. Yep. Trudeau's supposedly real father, that man was a humble, wonderful man that invited immigrants and wanted his country to succeed. But this guy who's running house right now, mm -mm. total different direction. Man. Well, he talks, he talks about it. He says, I want to, I want to model Canada. After China, I think the Chinese dictatorship is a great model for the world. Which is wrong. I, I agree. So wrong. I agree. I mean, what's wrong with Europe? Europe's fucking fine. Why did why didn't we come become one nation with America and Mexico? Became one dollar. The borders all open. You would see Canadians living in Mexico, Mexicans living in Canada. But every every road will be switched up. But because they want to keep these borders, it's just making it difficult for everyone. Yep. Well, that's the idea, is they, they're, they're lowering the standard of living. 
They're trying to get everybody used Literally. to being like austere, used to everybody being poor. That's the idea. Yeah, you, yeah that's the idea. What do you, you make? Know, when I go see my cousins in the U.S. and they tell me, oh, this thing's 40 bucks. I'm like, yo, that's a little bit a lot. They're like, bro, stop being so cheap. And it's like, you don't understand where I come from. My government doesn't want me to have enough money. For example, if I'm making uh, 60K uh, uh, Canadian, that's 45K American. That's below poverty. Wow. Yeah. So imagine when I come to your country and then I have to spend. I'm technically paying more than what, you know, I'm, I'm actually paying in my hometown. What do you... It's, it, it's, it's a direction we're heading towards and people are not realizing. This is now starting to become another Cuba because if Trudeau releases uh, universal income, we're all screwed. Oh, the yeah. Doctors are going to be making the same as fucking cleaners. Oh, yeah. Well, it, it, that, that was the whole point of the pandemic is to erase the middle class and get used to people yeah. getting uh, handouts from the government. Real yeah. quick, what do you think about uh, what I, I think? Uh, what was it? It was either in Montreal in Ontario. I'm not sure, but I think it was a, a church out there. I'm playing video footage over here on the YouTube channel. Oh, no, that was in Alberta. Alberta? It was in Alberta, Canada? Yeah, that's another province, which is a state. And what's going on? That state, Alberta, Alberta's like Texas because they got the oil mines out there and the people are, you know, they're just like Texas. Okay. They're very freedom and outgoing. But what's been going on now is um, in, in Alberta, people are religious. They're Catholic, so they go to church. So now they're trying to stop them from going to church. So clearly this is more than the Chinese have. This is now the devil coming in and trying to stop people from going to church. They even want, like, look at Americans. Americans don't celebrate Good Friday. We just did last week, an Easter Monday. They want to cancel all those, those holidays now and switch them up. They don't want to go any, they don't want to do anything based off religion. And it's the same thing in the U.S. But we can protest, we can protest. We can, we can riot, we can burn stuff down, but how dare we go to church? How dare we want to worship God? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it, a big thing, man. It's a dark... Yeah, I don't know if you've been seeing, Montreal's been having huge riots right now and which is good because we need that but here in toronto it ain't gonna happen because people are too busy with the status trying to be on facebook be an influencer this and that shit that's literally what the city's trying to do and the city on purpose is doing it like they get funding from the government and then they keep putting these bullshit projects up around the city like a couple years ago the city hired a big big ass fucking duck for, for, for Canada Day. Like, what a fucking waste of $200,000. Like, who the fuck wants to see a rubber duck? I don't know, man. Um, it's all other cases, you know, clown world. They want to make the park with fountains and this and that just so you can go take pictures. So you can focus less on the, the real problem and focus on the bullshit stuff. It blows my mind, dude. It really, I, I think it trips me out too. Again, seeing people play into the associated behavior that yeah. this is asking ha having people just yeah. like, Oh, well, e even though I see all these adverse reactions taking place, even though I see like the, 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 the wall is closing in, I'm going to take a selfie of my vaccination card. It's like, you don't see how that selfie is actually a part of the problem. Yeah. Or, or, or when they go and vote, oh, I voted. Who'd you vote for? You didn't vote for anyone. You got the same diet. Oh, lunacy, dude, lunacy. Uh, but here, the final thoughts. What did, what, what did you want to say? I wanted to uh, kind of cover a couple more things, but I did want to get your opinion on on, on what's happening in Canada because I see people rising up and I see people fighting back. 
Uh, I I just hope and that it's some, not too late. Parts, in some parts, um, for example, Nova Scotia, the province of Nova Scotia, they just reopened the whole entire province to 100%. So I'm here arguing with the sheep saying, okay, let's uh, put Texas aside since you don't want to look at Americans. Now we're going to look, look at uh, Nova Scotia, the province right next to Quebec. How is it that their numbers are dropping and they're at 100% now? And we're all still locked up. They don't realize you being locked up more is just weakening the immune system and it's just going to give in easily to that bullshit virus. And see, that's, Literally, that but, virus isn't deadly. It's not deadly. It's not, dude. What but, it is is people, the nurses have told me they have came out and whistle blew. They're getting pneumonia. They're not getting COVID. They're getting pneumonia. And, and from what I'm reading is the nasal swab has uh, some uh, some type of alcohol in yep. it that yep. if you keep doing it, you're eventually going to get pneumonia. Or cancer. Some, uh, that we, we, we there covered you go. That. And so people are not, people think oh, I'm going to go get tested as a good citizen next week. And they keep doing that every fucking week like dumbasses. And then they, then they end up wondering, how did I get COVID or how did I get pneumonia? It's like because you keep sticking that fucking nasal thing up your nose. And the crazy thing is they don't want to Trudeau. He doesn't want to release the rapid testing. I don't know if you heard, but Canada doesn't have rapid testing, but the G7 countries have rapid testing. People in house have questioned Trudeau's government and said, how is it that G7 have rapid testing? Germany manufactures rapid testing and we cannot get those rapid tests. You know, last year. But I I feel like even that right there, I feel like even that right there is a part of the plan to get people to clamor for the vaccine to where they had like a social status or like a celebrity status to actually like getting tested. Does that make sense? It's like it's like a weird yeah. like inversion of logic. Like, no, you don't want the actual tests. But when you get people saying, oh, well, we want better tests. We want like clean vaccines. That's a part of the trip to get people to 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 capitulate. To be honest, dude, the issue started a long time ago when the government started giving away free shit and people just sort of forgot about what their parents used to tell them about the government. Amen. Our grandparents told us this. Don't trust the government. Don't trust the government. We grew up listening to that. We grew up with them telling us, don't trust no one. You don't know who's listening. And I ended up finding out like these little things that the older generation used to tell us back in the early 2000s, and up to 2010, before they all mainly started dying off from old age, it was because things like this happened in history. Yep. 1953, Germany in Berlin started spying on its own citizens. They they would send officers to each corner of every neighborhood, and they would just stand around there, tap anyone walking by, and say, "Hey, you got anybody who's been talking about it about the government? No, no, I haven't heard nothing. Okay, if you hear something, here's a little tip." Let us know. They would hand them cash. By the end of the year, they had over 100,000 people on payroll. 100,000. And people were wondering, how the fuck did they find out I was talking shit about the government? Well, first off, your walls were shit. And secondly, your neighbor was the one ratting you out. Your neighbor later would go down the street to the cops and say, the guy in in my building in room 525 is talking a lot of shit about the government. Okay, sir, here's your thousand euros. And guess what? That's exactly why our grandparents used to say to us, do not trust no one, do not, you never know who's listening. Yep. 
Nope, that's and where here it is. That's where that whole say, see something, say something came in. That's why we should be worried about it. That's why everything that's going on is a trip. Because again, you have people put like like Stockholm syndrome. You have people getting yeah. into their enslavement. You had like like Aldous Huxley said uh, when speaking to I think UC Berkeley in California. He says the idea behind the brave new world, what they're creating is to get people to love their servitude. And, and that's exactly what you're doing. That's exactly what you're saying. That's that see something, say something model being deployed on people to where we are all spies, to where we are all yep. suspects, to where we are all in the same pot. But you have other, it's like how, how animal farm goes. Every animal is equal. There's only some animals that are more equal. And so you have people that, again, step into that position, thinking, cozying up with the power system, thinking that it's a good thing when they're actually selling us out and their future at the same time. You know, I, I, I got an idea for your page. You should start doing throwbacks. You start picking up an article that you posted a couple of years ago that now it is happening in real life. And you tell people, huh, look at this. I posted this in 2017. And here's the proof. You know what I mean? Because a lot of your stuff that you posted in the past is now all coming to light. And people are still saying, oh, conspiracy this, conspiracy that. But it's like, the history's there, buddy. No one's no one's altered the, the dates when they're found, when they get posted. No. So we can clearly see the dates going back and then see today where we are. You know, we talked about this vaccination bullshit for many years. Five years ago, I remember. Six years ago. You've been talking about it. And people would say, oh, that's just bullshit, conspiracy theories, this, this, that. Now, 2021, and here it is. It's being rolled out so fucking fast, faster than you can have a fucking child. Mm-hmm. And it's making people... I keep telling people, how do you trust this, man? Like, a baby takes nine months to be born, and this thing was done in seven months. It's ignorance. It, it's the blind leading the blind. It's not actual science. It's compliance. It's capitulation, bro. Yeah, man. No. I have a, I, yeah, I, it, it is, uh, you could say this is the Darwin Awards. You could say this is population control. You could say it's survival of the fittest. Either way, I think it's evil because we're literally seeing a organized depopulation campaign take place. And the sad part is, is again, you see people going along with it. I think that's the most terrifying part about it is we're seeing it. We're pulling up facts. We're trying to explain it to people. It's like, how are you not seeing all these adverse reactions how are you not seeing people dying how are you not seeing them censored doctors how are you see again you're 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 having run dmc you're literally having uh old hip-hop artists begin to propaganda as you saying we got the vaccine we got the vaccine and 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 people don't see that they're being propagandized to you have people literally redoing uh songs from the lion king where they're saying instead of oh i can't just wait to be king they're saying, oh, I can't wait to get my vaccine. So so this is the terrifying part about it is the, the propaganda and the social engineering has gotten so strong that we will begin to seem as if we're the problems. I feel like that's the next step. All the vaccinated people are going to say all these unvaccinated people are why the virus keeps spreading. The other thing is people don't know the meaning of what communist means what propaganda means they don't know they may think they know they may you know say oh i heard it from this guy it's it's nothing like that it's all bullshit what you're saying the truth is it's it's just you're not educated enough to know what the meaning is 
when people see the flag upside down, it's not that they're trying to disrespect the country. It, it, it has a symbol of meaning. And some people are just so stupid, they don't even know that. They think that you're some idiot that is disrespecting the flag and don't know how to hold the flag. That clearly goes to show that these idiots are not educated. And the problem with them is they, they think going to school is going to teach them enough, but it's not. No, that's indoctrination. They want you to become stupid. And, you know, my managers nowadays are complaining. They're complaining about the type of workers that are coming out of school now. They're saying that the guys that are coming out of school, yeah, maybe they may be able to find a solution. But guess what? They cannot think for themselves. Yep. You know, they may, they may go on Google. They may find the solution today. But when the problem gets more complicated, it's going to get to the point where they can't go on Google anymore and they can't even think for themselves. I hear you, dude. I hear you. Well, this is this is what happens whenever you have a, a system that doesn't prize actual truth, doesn't actually teach them anything, doesn't teach trades, doesn't really teach, doesn't doesn't really educate us. I feel like that's what we're beginning to see uh, is the acceptance of incompetence to where, again, you see the bar being lowered, the standards being lowered, getting us used to being poor, getting like we're in the idiocracy now. Like that's 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 where we're going Literally. to where everything's yeah. funny to where we're all borderline half retarded to where, you know, we don't really contribute and have actual conversations where we meet, you know, resolutions and come to agreements. Let's just laugh because fatty fell down the stairs again or, oh, somebody yeah. said something inappropriately. And oh, working out. Yeah. were you saying something, Jensen? Uh, no, sorry, box. Well, no, you're, you're, you're fine. Uh, Kirby, I could talk to you all day, bro. Uh, closing thoughts. We got to let other people get up in here. I got a couple more things I want to touch on. What do you What do you want to let the audience know? Uh, guys, just just study. You just have to study, and you got to just read and do. You do your own research, man. Don't listen to others. Just do your own research. If you don't know the word propaganda, research it. Find out what it really means. Once you find out, spread the knowledge and let other people know, because clearly the knowledge is not being spread with others. That's the issue. And I don't blame them because to them, it's like, I'm not your parent. I'm not going to teach you. And it's like, if you read the good book, it did say that they taught others how to do, how to, you know, they, 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 you know, they, they took a bread, they, they grabbed bread, they, they split it apart and they shared it with everyone, you know? It wasn't the theory of they made bread just for like individual breads for everyone. No, they made one whole loaf and that one person knew that, okay, I'm not going to eat this for myself. I'm going to share it. And that's what we have to do with knowledge. When you get knowledge, just share it. You know, I, with this whole crypto, I got five of my friends. We got together and I said, let's start making money. Let's get together. Let's yep. start putting our heads together. Five friends now became 20 people. And, you know, and it's only growing because all we're doing is teaching other people how to do it. Because my goal is to contact a friend and say, hey, let's go, let's go to Vegas this weekend. Oh, I don't got money. I don't want to hear that. <laughs> Literally, I don't. I want to hear you saying, yo, let's go. Because why? You helped me make this money. You showed me how to do it. It, you know, like, I don't understand that whole Wall Street of, Everyone, every man for themselves. No, man. I see what happens if the community does well. It's a, it's a beautiful thing. It's a beautiful thing. That's a powerful message. Maybe I'll get into contact with uh, 
with you and Chandler, see if we could work something out. But uh, heck yeah, man. Thank you for joining us. I appreciate that. I'll, uh, I'll be in uh, touch. Thanks for the time, man. Thanks for listening. And uh, thank you all for the, the, for giving me the chance to speak about this. Uh, it's just a rant that I've been wanting to spread. And it's, you know, here in Canada, it's very difficult to speak with uh, certain types of people because, like, like, again, they're all dependent on the government because the government gives them health care. The government gives them this. The government gives them that. So they get to the point where they're just, they're satisfied with the, with they're the slaves. Xbox Corolla. They're slaves. That's, sure. that's, that's techno yeah. serfdom. Exactly. They're, they're literally satisfied to the lowest point. They're okay. They can live life. No, that's, that's, that's the new form of slavery. That's modern slavery where you literally yeah. are allowed to live. You're given, you're given your, your, your monthly allowance. You're given your rules and regulations. You're told what you can and cannot do, so you can still uh, have your allowance. That's slavery. You're on a digital. You're yeah. on a digital plantation. No, bro. Join us. Join us again. We're gonna try again. This was our first transmission post not having the page. We're gonna try to do this again every week. Uh, you know, to replace our current Instagram lives that we did on Tuesday. Uh, but so far, this is the current configuration we have. And I want to say thank you for joining us, man. Lots of knowledge. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you for the time. Of course. Be safe out there. Yeah, uh, the same for all of you. Take care. And uh, yeah, uh, give me a shout whenever you want to speak some more stuff. Will do. Will do. There he goes. There is. I hope. Uh, I hope I'm pronouncing his name right. Kirby. Is that is that right? Oh, Curb. 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 All right. I thought I thought it was Curb. I didn't want to. I didn't want to be like Kirby from you know Super Smash Bros. But that's me being a nerd. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, no, it's Kirby. Yeah, that's the uh, the username. <laughs> Word, right on. Well, I'll talk to you soon, Kirby. Thank you, Kirby. Okay, take care. Again. God, there he goes, Kirby. You guys can uh, jump to the head of the line over here on Telegram. It's just me and Jensen Heavy chilling. Uh, hop on our Telegram chat. I think it's uh, Telegram. What is it? T.me/slash/freedom underscore faction slash group. Yeah, the link's in the chat if you guys want to skip the line and uh, join it. I've just got something to say really quick. What's up, player? Um, the amount of vaccine reactions in the UK is absolutely unbelievable. It's literally unbelievable. Like, I'm telling you, it's not being broadcast on the media. They're not safe. I mean, it's only just being put on the mainstream media. Not, not on the TV, you know, on just on the websites about how A&E's are being filled up with minor vaccine reactions but I'm telling you I've been surfing through all of these um, you know like person reports about these vaccine reactions in the UK and they're literally endless but then it, I'm not just seeing it online I'm actually starting to see it in everyday life it's like someone at work just had the vaccine two days, two days later he got really over COVID um, it, there's literally countless people who have told me face to face about these reactions and how they've been really messing people up and it's scary because I don't understand how nobody's actually realising it yet even the people, most of the, a lot of the people who these reactions are happening to they're not realising it and it's, it's, it's really scary because people are still getting these vaccines and it's making me think with over 40 million people vaccinated in the UK already and these side effects are already happening. What's that going to mean in a year's time? I mean, listen, I'm no expert on vaccines. I'm really not. But 
it's an experimentation. It is. Where, where is this going to lead in, year, in two years, three years' time, 10 years' time, 20 years' time? It's, not, it's an absolute disaster. It's a disaster, and I, I cannot believe that this isn't even, like, it's, it's, not, it's not even reaching people. People talking about it day to day to each other in the UK, and nobody's even realizing. Are they are they making the connection? It's worrying. Are they making the connection that it was the vaccine at least? Are they at least like pointing out like, oh, I, I kind of think it was the vaccine that did this, or are they just skipping over that entirely? Um, no, 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 they're not, they're not skipping over it entirely. They are, they are mentioning that, but they're not taking it into account. I'll tell you the most fucked up part, EJ. It's like everyone in the UK knows what's happening but it's kind of like everyone's giving up it's like everyone kind of knows what's happening everyone most people in the uk deep down i I know this most people in the uk deep down know what's happening but they just don't want to accept it and they're just not listening because the facts are out there and they've been out there for a while and they're not listening at all and it's, it's not even in the uk now it's not even really to the point of the new you know people just go to, to, to mainstream media and set news sources so that's all that's the only information they're getting it's like it, it's past that point now people are getting the information which is alarming and distressing and they're not even paying attention to it it's like yeah it's like people, it's like I've, I've talked to people who've got the first vaccine and they're acknowledging that these reactions are happening and they're still wanting to get the second See that I, I don't I to I don't to be honest, I don't even know what to say to that man because that really legitimately worries it it worries me thinking that people see they're essentially guinea pigs, they're signing them signing themselves up to be like experimented upon, they're seeing these adverse reactions take place, Bell's palsy, decreased lung functionality, some people even having like brain tumors and crap, and they're 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 going along with it anyway. I feel like that's the most terrifying aspect about this is that you have people basically walking into gunfire uh, and that's what's going to happen on the other side. They're going to say, hey, look, I was perfectly fine. Yeah, I experienced some some, some mild reactions. It's time for you to get your shot too. Uh, but the problem is, is yeah. like the last caller said, we have not ever done this before. It takes nine months to form a baby and we're just jumping straight into the development of this vaccine. It takes at least like three to four years that's for us to get like a proper... Uh, variant of isolated of the actual virus that we're trying to eliminate and we're just going straight into this nobody thinks again about what kind of cross mutations this is going to create if we begin to introduce this into the global population i think again that's 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 the delayed time bomb aspect of this is we're not going to see a whole lot of a whole lot of like immediate problems right yes we're seeing deaths yes we're seeing the bell's palsy yes we're seeing some of the heart attacks yes we're seeing people literally just straight die but we're going to see even harsher uh, side effects come the future, like come next year. Like we're that's that's I think that's what I'm tripping out about. You know that there are that that that, that, that some of these adverse some of these adverse cases aren't being reported. You know, only a certain percentage of these people are being affected by the vaccine and then reporting it. There's very I, I, I struggle to think how many people are actually uh, out there who have been affected by this, this that we're thing. just, go ahead. This is the thing. A lot of people, this is, you know, don't take my word on this. I might be wrong, but I am pretty sure 
there's a lot of people coming forward and saying this to the hospitals. I'm pretty sure they're just straight up saying to them, no, it was nothing to do with the vaccine. And another thing in the UK is we've got this AstraZeneca vaccine. And um, obviously, you'll know there's been a lot of talk on, on the news about uh, blood clots and, uh, to do with the AstraZeneca vaccine. But they're saying that the blood clots are only located in the brain, I'm pretty sure. But I'm telling you, I've heard so many stories. And I'm, it's, it's a hard topic to touch on because blood clots are so common. But it's obviously to do with the vaccine because there's so many stories of people getting this AstraZeneca jab. And literally, you know, that I can't give you a time scale. But later on, they'll find out that they have a blood clot. Like I found out, I, I've listened to stories of people having blood clots behind the eyes and having partial face paralysis. I've heard all sorts, and it's crazy because I didn't even start. I didn't even know this stuff myself until maybe a week, a week and a half ago. I'm not even kidding. Like I knew that you know there was, you know, I knew that what was going on. I knew you know that there was a lot of adverse reactions and deaths and whatnot. I didn't know it was on this scale, like. To, to what to what I'm looking at, and again, don't quote me on it because I'm not, you know, I've only got a limited view. View. I'm only seeing. I'm only talking to people in every day who are in my community. But that I'm just shows you how widespread. That just shows you how widespread it is, though. That that is that oh, it's yeah, not yeah. like a selective thing. That like this is an actual. They are creating the pandemic. If everybody that we are seeing, from politicians to coworkers to just like random people in the street. To people that aren't alive anymore, like that, just shows you how widespread this thing has become in such a short amount of time, and how, and, and at and the I same time, how well they're able to keep it under wraps. Okay, definitely, and it, 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 it's all it, it must be all to do with fear. And the thing is, through, through this time of COVID, I've been having the hardest time trying to wrap my head around what's actually going on and how the hell this has actually happened, how complex it is. I don't understand how this has happened. I, I, I just don't understand how, how it's happened. I mean, it must have been years in the making. I know it. I know it's been years in the making, but I'm talking it must have been years upon years. That, that's what it says in my. That's what it says in my head. Anyway, it must have been years upon years. And I'm not just. I'm not talking about COVID. I'm just talking about just the way the world is. And oh yeah. Well, you know, I had uh, I had posted a picture like on my personal Instagram of uh, that Snapchat filter where all the cute girls are wearing cute masks. Right. It was like that little face filter a couple of years ago, like two or three years. Uh, they had it over there on Snapchat. They were able just to put like a little filter on their face where they had a mask. That's that predictive programming, bro. Like we are the social media oh, yeah. challenge generation. And that's how we were. That's that's why we were so willing to capitulate because, oh, well, we love social challenges. We we love doing things for the gram, you know. We we love virtue signaling. We learn turn. We love turning our profile pictures into black squares to show that Black Lives Matter. We love showing how obedient we are, and so yeah, this was a long time in the coming. Uh, and they habituated us right to receive our information from our phones, so that we really couldn't dispute what was reality versus what is fact. And when you now have a fair amount of the population that has been you know programmed, and then again they look up to these influencers, these TikTokers, right? These these only fansers, whatever they are, all those same people are saying the same thing. Take your shot. Because unfortunately, these yeah. these jabronis, they don't do no research. They're paid to 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 begin. Promote the propaganda. So that's 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 how that's how well crafted all of this is. They war game this too. There's another thing 
Wait, say that again, I, I was just saying they, they war-gamed it. You had Harvard, Yale, and Stanford and a couple other universities uh, post-Event 201 war-game. Okay, cool. How do we get people to take the mask? How do we, get, how do we engineer the message to get people to take the mask uh, through, through, through patriotism, through uh, chivalry, through strength, through courage, even guilt-tripping? They literally war-gamed how to psychologically engineer people uh, into taking the vaccine or in, 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 into just putting on the masks. And you see them right now engineering how we're going to take the vaccine. So please continue. I mean, it's absolutely disgusting. I mean, um, another thing is it's like, I, I'm kind of starting to realize how I've been being programmed through things in society, especially like electronics, you know, like Xbox and phones and whatnot, like my mind's being programmed and I'm only starting to like unlayer the covers, but it, 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 at the moment, it, it's, I'm speaking for a lot of people, you know, like, it, this is too much, like a lot of this is too much, especially when, I don't, I don't know what's going on, but I can see where this is going, when you can see where this is going, you know that you've got to prepare. Yeah. It, it, yeah. It's a lot for people, man, and you've just the advice I want to give is just just slow it down, just slow it down a bit. Just take time to reassess and make sure you have an anchor point. Like, make sure you have something to fall back to what gives you comfort and not something what what's bad for your health. Like, like a religion, like 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 uh, Christianity in the Bible. You know, if that's not your thing, it might be something else, but. And I'm talking more of an anchor point for morals because you can see how deep people are in this hole now. And for a lot of people, they're not getting out of that hole now. This was this 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 is in my opinion. For a lot of people, the line like the line is crossed, and I can't see them getting out of the hole because no matter what what you put in front of people's faces, like nobody listens. And the vaccine reactions, the react like what's going on with the vaccine is proof to that. So I don't know what's gonna shift the masses. Um, I have no idea. Um, I think more and more people are waking up to this every day, which is also it's like it's like a split, isn't it? It's like a split in society. That's, <laughs> that's kind of what's happening. Well, you you say that. I'm gonna play real quick. Let me see. I'm going to pull up this clip over here on Telegram. Let me see if you can hear it. This is of uh, our White House press secretary, Jin Psaki, saying that uh, they are working on ways, working on figuring out ways to propagandize uh, white conservative males. Now, if you've got eyes that can see, you can tell I'm not black or you can tell I'm not white. But this will eventually work to every single demographic. If you go back to some of the 2019 episode or 2020 episodes, we were reading articles, especially from now the end begins of Joe Biden's COVID-19 action plan. They talked about using uh, what we've been talking about here. Celebrities, influencers, music stars and more uh, to propagandize to the black community. Here is the White House press secretary, uh, Jen Psaki, saying that they're looking for more creative ways to indoctrinate white conservative communities. Let's listen. And uh, Jensen, let me know if you can't hear this. I'll start it over. All right. Yeah. We'll do it. Oh, change. 
Nope, maybe. Hold on. says the mic was unplugged over here. Uh, let me just make sure they can still hear us over here on YouTube. I think they can hear us. I think we might, I think we might be good, but I don't think we're going to get sound of Jin Saki. Anyway, I'll, I'll put the link for that in the, uh, shucks. I'll put the link for that in our show description. But another thing I kind of want to is about Todd is the spiritual side around these updates. Um, I don't really know my stance on this, but I kind of wanted to try and pick your thoughts on it if you've got enough time. I mean, I think the audience will benefit from it as well because uh, I don't know what your opinion is on it. I don't know how it sways towards the mark of the beast. I don't think this is the mark of the beast. And it's like, I heard you say how it was kind of preparing us for the mark of the beast. I mean, obviously this vaccine is a load of different things in one. But like you were saying with the masks as well. I mean, what are your thoughts on, on this, the spiritual side on this? this is... I want to say more towards Christianity, but just just in general, this is the spiritual side. I think uh, I think a fair amount of people can see that this is for sure uh, a great revealing, uh, a great awakening is a way this is what people say. Uh, but this is for sure a I, like it, it's an oversimplification to say that this is like a battle between good and evil. Um, but whenever you literally have a a cult, let's just call them what they are. They are a cult. Whenever you have a cult telling you what you can and cannot do, literally controlling your every move, uh, telling you that there's nothing you can do, you literally have to wait for them to give you authorization to essentially leave to to, to live. That's very dangerous, um, and the precedent that it's setting is 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 even more telling. Um, I'm trying to pull up real quick this 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 clip that came out this week, 60 Minutes, where they were talking about. Uh, creating a COVID vaccine, an implantable microchip that's able to detect the virus. So, 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 what is it again? Now that we've reached a cult, a, a level to where you have a cult that literally wants to implant something in your body to tell you about your body because, oh well, you don't know yourself. That's called disassociation, uh, uh, DID, disassociation identity disorder. That's where they're telling you you are not your own person; you are an extension of the cult. How does, this, how does this apply to a spiritual lens? They're literally telling you to put a mask on, that your words don't matter, that your, again, your livelihood to feed your family doesn't matter. They called you non-essential and they did as, and they are doing as much as they can 
again, to dehumanize you, to belittle you, to discredit you. What does this do to your spirit? It destroys the spirit. It itemizes you. It literally victimizes you. It turns you again into a shell of your former self. It robs you of your identity. This is a for, this is for sure a spiritual battle. Uh, like you said already, Jensen, people need to get a little bit more grounded and rooted in something. Uh, this is what we had talked about literally last week before all this nonsense went down um, and how people should should start figuring out again what you called an anchor what's the constant uh that they move their life around because they are literally doing everything within their power to keep you unstable to keep you in to keep you in a state of uh, imbalanced or in, or unbalanced however you want to look at it to where you're never able to have a foundation uh this is why last year and the year before that when we had called it the evolution of warfare and the hybrid warfare we learned that it's not only spiritual, but it's also financial, it's legal, it's psychological, it's emotional, and all of these things affect your spirit. Again, like when you when when we had talked about it with the with the caller from Canada, how they have churches contesting for the ability to literally pray. You have churches going underground because the government thinks it is it is it is it is more powerful than God. It's like how do how do we get people to wake up? Like that's that's why I also say it's a great revival and a great awakening, because as you have like this controlling force of the government making their move overreaching, you have people digging deep and understanding that, hey, this is not as it's prescribed. Like these people have lied to us. And if they've lied about this, what else have they lied to? And that's I think that's that's one of my saving graces, man, is that it's always dark. It's just before the dawn. And I, I, I fear that we are going into some dark times. But we're going to have a lot of a lot of crazy things take place too, going forward, both good and bad. And I can't really say what those are. Like when you literally have like over like thousands of church members show up, tear down a fence, and then get hundreds of riot cops called on them, that's not going to go unwatched. Like people are seeing that that that, that the government's becoming tyrannical, and so you're going to have that split second decision. Are you with the tyranny or do you recognize that that's an injustice, that that's like you being trampled upon? Like, how are people again, how are people going to put themselves in other people's shoes, watch this go down and not be affected by it? So it's a deep spiritual battle um, and, and to touch back on the implantable microchip aspect and the, and the white coat cult, these technocrats, dude, that trips me out in and of itself because you see what they're trying to do. They're literally trying to rob you of your individuality, rob you of your spirituality, and rob you of your purpose and replace that. They are trying to give you your identity. They're trying to give you a spirituality, an anti-human soul, right? A Luciferian spirit. And on top of that, they're trying to give you a purpose. Here's your universal basic income. You're allowed to live in this technocratic ghetto that we've created as long as you abide by the community guidelines. That's very dangerous because, again, you're submitting yourself to a system and not to God. That's the most dangerous part about this. So I, I could I could go off forever about like why this is a massive spiritual battle, uh, but it but but I, I truly take faith, knowing that people are fighting back. It's 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 just because things are so dark, we're expecting like a, a, a an immediate switch back to what was good, and it's not going to come for quite some time. It's definitely going to cost a couple lives 
uh, and a lot of sweat and hopefully very little blood because this is not normal. You know, we sh- again, we should not have we should not have pastors shouting down jackboot cops who were there to disrupt Easter service. That is yeah. that is that is beyond me. Yeah, it's, it's crazy, but I think I think to focus on. I mean, I'm sure there's. I'm not sure how many people in the live, but I'm sure there's people in this live whose spirits have been broken from this. There are a lot of people that even realise it. Yeah. Oh yeah. And um, I feel like a lot of people don't know how to solve that problem. And I feel like a lot of people don't even know they've got that problem. I think that's going to be. I think that's going to be a not, not dangerous, but a, but a hard thing to watch in the future because I think that's just going to result in people getting lost in a well, lost in the matrix, if you want to call it that. That's definitely what I talked about in uh, my Building the Matrix series and that Autonomous Society series as well. How that's the plan is we like going forward into the future. We're going to have a choice of what kind of world we want to live in, right? Or at least like what we're going to do about the world that we are living in. Uh, I, I, I describe it as this in the series that our generation is going to wake up from like a drug-induced haze from attending all these raves, getting all drunk, getting all twisted and faded, however you want to look at it. They're going to have a decision. Do I either sober up, get clean, and try to help restore the world or... Do they fall even deeper into their depend in, in, into dependency and addiction? Because by the time they wake up and start seeing everything that goes down, right, they're going to have a whole new crop of drugs, and that's where we're at right now. They're legalizing weed. Uh, they're shipping in all kinds of fentanyl, and so people are having their they're having to ask that question: Do I want to clean myself up, get sober, and fix all this? Because that's a spiritual decision as well, right? Do I want to clean myself up, fix all this? And try to help other people discover their uh, discover their passion, discover their potential, or do I want to try out that new fangled drug that's hit the street? Oh, well, I, I can't admit I can't affect change on a global scale. So heck yeah, give me that new fangled drug. I'll disassociate. And so those are the choices before us. We either get clean, figure out the times, and start understanding our roles in them, or we succumb to more of the wiles of this world. And that's what they're trying to do. They're trying to make it seem like it's an, like it's an insurmountable task. Like we can't affect change. Like we have to just capitulate, but that's all perception. That's why they say that the revolution will not be televised because our enemy is not going to show us when we do good, when we start making advances, they're not going to show us the governor's getting recalled. They're not going to show us the mayor's getting uh, uh, deposed. Right. They're not going to show us having people that we got into power getting elected. They're just going to demean them. And so we've got to really fix our mindset going forward, knowing that we are that we're in a fight, man, that we're in a, that we are in a war. You could call it like a cold civil war. You could call it whatever you want. But this is, again, more of that spiritual warfare where we're seeing the attacks. They're just not as overt as, as, as what we're used to. They're much different. Yeah, I think um, the said the main target was the youth uh, coming from the UK being 18 myself uh, I'm telling you it's bad I mean a, a lot a lot of teenagers 
No, not to trust the government. No, you know, you know the the no that, but it, it's not on that level. It's on a different level. Most people have just completely given up. And I'm telling that. I'm telling you that like straight, like fully straight. A lot of people have just totally given up. And um, I was fighting it. I've been fighting it because well, everyone, a lot of people, are, uh, especially the the younger ages, because people don't have any hope, and it's. It's not even that. It's like something's missing from from inside of people. It's like they're just kind of walking around, just with their heads down, just living day by day. And it hasn't just been like that this past year. It's been like that for, for quite a while. But this past year, I can only imagine the impact it's had. I, I can't tell you the impact it's had because I haven't been seeing anyone. I haven't, well, you know, I haven't been seeing many people. You know, the the normal amount of people I usually see. So I haven't really seen the impacts yet. But I mean, it's pretty scary, and I think it, it, it's different in different countries as well. I don't think it's just the collective. I think in the UK, it, it's quite hard hit. No, you 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 definitely are right. I have uh, I have unfortunately reported on uh, some of these some of the devastating psychological effects a lockdown has had on uh, on the youth, particularly in the UK. I remember one of the one of the crazier things that had popped out. Um, coming out of the UK is whenever they were talking about like the suicide rates, like the, like how the, um, the insights that the suicide rates that had provided them, that it wasn't the volume that they were so overwhelmed about. They said they had at least like seven or several, like throughout an entire month, the changes had happened to where it was like several in an entire week. And then they weren't so worried about that, the volume, they were worried more so about the commitment and the intensity that children had uh, towards suicide, meaning that they were more or less worried about how 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 committed children were to killing themselves rather than the actual amount of children that were killing themselves. And that is that is that is a sad fact, man, uh, because it was ranging from kids as young as eight that were beginning to experience some of these symptoms. And so this is, again, uh, it, 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 it is. I had to stop reading the article. An eight-year-old. I mean, an eight-year-old. This is what these people are doing. Who are doing this? I mean, this is what I mean. People aren't even seeing it. People yeah. aren't even seeing it. I'm sorry, I'm getting fired up about it, but I just can't help it. I can't help it anymore. It's disgusting. But to, to what we're trying to say. Yeah, the psychological impact has been massive, and it's going to play a part a part on how this all plays out because this is the generation which is going to be taking the step, which is going to be taking the step up a lot of the minute, a lot of people at the minute have just straight up given up and, and uh, with time, time well, obviously, you know, it's so, time things change. You know, what's so crazy, Jensen, is like, I have, I have articles, I wanted to do like a mini cast where I talked about Generation Z, the Zabellion, uh, this idea of flash mobs, revolutionaries, and all this other crazy stuff that's going down. And everything you're saying right now, is it, it's, it sets that precedent. Like when you go read the JLASS documents of 2018 from the Pentagon, it talks about how Generation Z, driven by malaise and discontent from, the, from, from, from what we're experiencing right now, they literally break away from civilization. They don't say whether or not it's peacefully violently or if it's like amicable but they just say generation z driven by malaise 
breaks away from society and then begins to create their own society. And I think that's kind of crazy because this is something they did, like I said, back in 2018. But what you're talking about, that's where we're heading. You're going to have people who are generally pissed about everything that's going on, who are sick and tired of having to play these games, and they're just going to they're just going to leave. They're just going to they're just going to they're going to go find some other place that's going to be violent. There's going to be contention, but they're not going to play this. And then once you get a fair amount of people who don't play this, well, guess what? Now you have a community. Now you have like a whole. Now you have something that people will listen to. People may not listen to an individual person, but they'll listen to a group of people who are not not negotiating, not communicating, who are literally living by example and living by an action. Um, let me see if I could try to find that right here. Yeah. Um, and this is, I don't want to say that this is like hope, right? I don't want to say like, oh, this is hope that you're going to have a breakaway Generation Z rebellion. But this is me telling you, like, they know full well what they're doing and how this is going to make people react. Um let me, let me read a little bit of this and then I'll pass it back to you, okay? It says, um, this comes from Nick Nick Terse of The Intercept. They put this up Friday, uh, the 5th of June in 2020. The article is titled, Pentagon War Game Includes Scenario for Military Response to Domestic Generation Z Rebellion. And I'm only going to read a little bit of this. I'll put the link for this in the description and in the chat so you guys can read it yourself. But it says, in the face of protests composed largely of young people, the presence of America's military on the streets of major cities has become a controversial development. But this isn't the first time the Generation Z, those born after 1996, has popped up on the Pentagon's radar. Documents obtained by the Intercept via the Freedom of Information Act revealed that a Pentagon war game called the 2018 Joint Land, Air, and Sea Strategic Special Program, or the JLASS, offered a scenario in which members of Generation Z, driven by malaise and discontent, launch a, quote, rebellion in America in the mid-2020s. And then it goes on with the Pentagon document here. I think you guys can see this if you're watching it on the video, uh, but it has the actual document where it talks about them having military conflicts, black market trafficking, uh, and what the overall Generation Z rebellion looks like. Because you have to understand, what we're talking about, like the previous caller from Canada said, creates this digital footprint, this digital profile, where in the future, they may try to come up with some way to, 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 to retroactively hold us accountable for what we're doing now. What's going to happen is you're going to have people, again, coming up with groups, organizations, Antifas, Black Lives Matter, Proud Boys, and they're going to be communicating not only nationwide, but internationally. They're going to call those TCOs, transnational criminal organizations. They're, 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 the idea of being a freedom-oriented, sovereign individual is going to become a, a terroristic threat or a criminal act in the future. Like if by being a conspiracy theorist, they already consider me a domestic terrorist, could you imagine if we took it a step further, linked up with other people and said, we're not going to participate with mainstream society? They would call us criminals, and so that's what they're that's that's what they're foreseeing in the future. I'm saying all this as we have protests and riots popping off here in America, shootings every other day. This is that discontent and that malaise creating this environment to where people aren't going to have it. 
they're going to, it doesn't say where they're going to go. It doesn't say what, where they're going to link up, how they're going to do it, but they know what they're doing. And this is a plan. And so you're going to have, like, I, I had reported on it a couple months ago, how somebody in the UK said that that's what these COVID lockdown tests are. They're essentially obedience tests to see how much we'll put up with. Well, eventually we're going to stop putting up with stuff and that's going to cause uh, that kind of powder keg event. Does that make sense? Yeah, definitely. And uh, I think it, it, you can view it as a positive thing, but I definitely think it's also a dangerous thing. Oh, yeah. um, it's a very dangerous thing because we've got to remember these groups have already been infiltrated. These groups have already been infiltrated, every single one of them. They're not just going to get to that stage without being infiltrated by the by the deep state, whatever you want to call it, by the government, by by whatever they've already been infiltrated. I can't tell you to what level, but it, it it's a fact. I mean, it, I don't know. I, I have no. Nobody's told me that, but it, it, it's obvious. They've, they've all already been infiltrated. I mean, what what are your thoughts on that? Oh yeah, no, for sure, for sure. Um, I, I I've definitely reported on that. That um, where we've crossed the Rubicon, intelligence organizations have infiltrated some of these uh, civil rights organizations to make sure that they can't legally and lawfully carry out their constitutional right. Like underneath the Trump administration, we might have been able to get away with uh, legally and lawfully detaining our governors and uh, having and conducting like a citizen's arrest underneath the Biden administration, because you have intelligence operatives that have infiltrated some of these organizations, these, these militias and these patriot on these patriot minded organizations, you try to do that these days, they'll set you up and say, you're, uh, you're, 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 you're plotting to kidnap somebody. And so that, that unfortunate window that we had uh, to peacefully execute some of the things that we're talking about, that's not there. And we're, we're definitely moving more towards a, a a violent confrontation. So no, I agree. Some of these, uh, some of these organizations, some of these organizations have been infiltrated. Definitely, and I mean, that doesn't mean it can't go in a still going a positive flight. But I think it's just worth noting that you still can't trust. I think the thing worth noting is you literally cannot trust any of these things. Hundred percent, maybe hundred percent. You sometimes. Sometimes we want to have to. Sometimes we want to have to trust some some stuff what we might not want to have to trust. But a lot of these things, I feel like, are just going to be scapegoats, just like they have been in, yep. in the past. <laughs> you know, it, it's obvious. And, uh, there's just one thing I, I want to touch upon real quick before I get off. I just wanted to ask you. Uh, I heard um, the uh, person who joined, uh, who was speaking just before me, uh, talking about. Um, a certain type of alcohol on um, the COVID tests. I hadn't actually heard about this. Do you know where I could find it? Yes. Um, uh, we had covered it just last week. I remember... Can you, uh, can you just start the name? Oh, I should be able to find it myself. Um, um, it's on top here. I, I, forget, I forget the chemical. Let me see if I can check Telegram. I remember... Uh, I had sent somebody, I yeah. think. Nope, damn it. No. Um, no worries, no worries. Well, 
Now, no just, worries, just, I'll try find it myself. And if you remember, just send it me. But if not, no worries. I'll, I'll look tonight. Yeah, try to. Uh, it's like look into, type in like into a search engine, nasal gel, uh, nasal, no, COVID nasal test gel cancer. And that should pop yeah, up. Yeah, we'll do it. And that should yeah, pop yeah. up. Yeah, I always. Like, that, that's really interesting, um, especially when in the UK, uh, students are being forced to take the test. Now, say they're being forced, um, it's you know, you, you can legally say, No, nah, I don't want to take these tests, but obviously, what comes with this is the schools literally pressure like really pressure the students and the families into getting these tests because they make it seem like it is the law, you, you know, how it goes. With a miscommunication, and it's like these students are being forced to take two tests a week while wearing a mask for six hours a day. I mean, what kind of bullshit? What kind of bullshit is that? I mean, what kind of bullshit is that? And I mean, how is everyone even putting up with this kind of bullshit? And it's only one thing: it's propaganda and it's fear, and it's socially. It's so complex how they've done this. Like, this is the thing I keep thinking, and I can't wrap my mind around it. Like. How complex this whole operation is, and it, yeah. it, 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 it not not just, and I'm not just talking about. I mean, it, it's like it's not just from this operation; it's just from history. Like how this has even happened. Like like how humanity is even flooding flooding this direction. But you, it's like how people think. It, it, I just don't understand how it happened. I really don't. Uh, it's so complex, and I think it's it hasn't all been done. It has been done on purpose, but a lot of it's just happened naturally through what society is tolerating. What society is in But it, it, like, that's that's what I'm saying. Is this? It, it was an incremental thing. They were able to again. Oh, that's just conspiracy theories. No uh, implantable microchips. Why would we want to do that? Oh, that's just a conspiracy theory. Chemtrails? Oh, you know, why? what are you talking about? They were able to pacify us by, again, discrediting and demeaning everything. And it happened so fast. All this snuck up on us so fast that, yes, all these conspiracy theories are true. And it's a lot worse than we thought. But because because of that fact, it it, 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 it truly stunned people. It kept them in like a state of just like, oh, my God. Like I, well, I don't want to fight back because well, I know what I get if I fight back. They, they, they just want to put their heads in the sand. That's how they got us. It was a blitzkrieg. They literally caught us off guard with how fast they were able to move. And so now you have people not necessarily seeing that there is an alternative, or even wanting to confront the the harshness of that alternative. They just want to get back to normal, and that's how they did it. That's again the sophistication that you're talking about. When they said new normal, oh, we'll get back to normal. Uh, Fifteen days to slow the spread. God dang it! Like that—that's how—that's how they knew they were able to put a timeline on it and keep moving the goalposts back, so that every time we got close, we got tired again. Every time we got close, they just moved it a little bit farther. And so that's again that sophistication. Like we're we're literally dealing, and I need to do like a whole separate show on this. Like we are dealing with pathocracy now. Like I talk about the technocracy, the scientific dictatorship, but we are dealing with pathocracy. Uh, this is what happens when you literally have sociopaths 
psychopaths rising to the cream of the crop to where these are the people that are in control now. It's, it's not like ideals. It's not like morals. It's not these things that uphold society. Now you literally have megalomaniacs, psychopaths, sociopaths, and the craziest people ever r- running the show. And that's why it doesn't make sense is because they, they're they purposely breaking that Overton window and shattering hope. That's why this is such a, it's, 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 it, that's why it's so complex. Like part of you wants to pay, part of you wants to pay attention to it so you can see their lies. But at the same time, you don't want to be susceptible to them. That's the sophistication of it. That's why, even though we know it's yeah. all a hoax, we still play, we still go along with it uh, because we don't want to seem like the odd man out. It's, it's so sophisticated. It does make your brain kind of, it, it, it's designed to do that. It's designed to make your brain just kind of shut down and accept the facts that they're telling you instead of pushing back against the narrative they're creating. I definitely agree. I mean, I'd say it's not, it's just as messed up as it is complex. It oh, yeah. It's messed up on so many, so many deep, 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 deep levels. And I think a lot of people, a lot more people are starting to understand that. So, uh, I think, um, it's like you said, we're going to go through some dark times, but you know, there's like, there's going to be light at the end of the tunnel, even if we don't see it. That's, well, everyone's going to see it, but that, that's what you got to keep in mind. Anyway, I'm going to hop off the live because I need to get ready for bed because I've got work in the morning, but, um, it's been good chatting and, uh, I hope everyone has a nice night. Always nice talking with you, brother. Yeah, sweet. Well, I'll catch you in a bit easier when I was talking to you and I'm, I'm sorry about what happened to your page, but you know, it's probably probably a positive it is a positive it is man i mean look at what we look at what we're doing over here give us time we'll be doing the same thing it's it's it comes with the territory but i thank you and appreciate you for joining us bro be safe out there and, and rest well sounds like a plan there it goes guys there's jensen heck yeah yeah there it goes so we are cooking with grease. Um, what's going on, Lucas? Give me one second. I want to. I want to get into something real quick. I was trying to touch on this uh, with uh, with 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 both of our previous guests, and then I'll get you back in here, boss. Okay. Give me like two seconds, um, because and this is something I'm going to have to touch on the show. Uh, but there's a lot of things going on right now. We see a lot of changes taking place. A lot of the things that me and Jensen had talked about are definitely very true and they are distressing. Um, I think the easiest thing to say going forward is this is why people are looking for leaders and why they had to take people like myself and other people off is because somewhere on their scales and somewhere in their insights and analytics, uh, we were problematic. And so that powder keg event, that Zabellion type stuff that we were talking about, somewhere it somewhere in a category is where we were to help trigger some of these events and they couldn't have that people are looking for people to stand up some of these changes are going to take place it's just going to be a lot different moving forward uh this isn't this is not your normal false flag where we're debating whether or not a school shooting took place or you know if 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 that bombing happened or if this is something 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 this is uh, what they call that permanent pandemic and that's why they're trying to again gradually constrict and control and, and, and control things um 
it's it's this it is terrifying man i won't lie um this is why you guys hear me telling you to a degree i'm grateful that i don't have to be in that position but that's actually a cop-out because if if i don't step up dude who else will and that's what i'm saying people need to see other people doing this otherwise like we otherwise we we we, we get scared we run away and that's what i'm saying it's like we, we are all we have let me see if i can play this quick clip for you guys uh real quick I wanted to get Jensen's opinion on this, uh, but this happened in the UK. Apparently, the police broke the door down and arrested a man for violating the quarantine uh, out, out there. And uh, it's, it's just insanity. Let's see if we can play this and then we'll continue on. Nope. Still getting used to doing this. Uh, again, give me one additional second and pull up that clip for you. This is of a man in the UK, unfortunately, having his door broken down by the jackbooted cops. I don't know if you guys can hear it. On, um, I'm not sure if you guys can hear it on, on YouTube. I can't, shucks, I can't even hear it here but I'm gonna go ahead and play it anyway. There they go. They kick the the door down. And here they go, sauntering up the stairs, sashaying, patrolling the house. God knows what they're saying. We've come to arrest you. Oh, look, and just like that, they put hands on them. This is insane, bro. So it's not because he's sick. It's because he violated the quarantine. And so here come, again, the jackboots of the state, the cops. Just put hands on this guy to kick his door down and arrest him in his own house. And so this is over there in the UK, man. Like, how long? Like, you hear this from conservatives all the time. Like, we got to back the blue because, like, oh, these are guys that are going to come take our guns. You don't think these are the people that are going to come take your guns? You see how they just kicked in that man's door? My God, dude. I tell you. So, I don't know. You know, it could be it could be a blessing not having the show, not having the page, not having that target on my back. Because, uh, I mean, shucks, if they come do this to me, right, I'm not going to be able to just throw on the camera. I'm going to have to, like, rely on the audience that we've had, that we've built, to get the message out that, hey, EJ's been detained. Like, we, there's no more freedom faction because the nigga's in jail. Um, so, yeah, no, total insanity. Um, Lucas, Ashley, you guys are good to go. Um, thank you for joining us. How you doing, my friend? Congratulations on the wedding. Happy for you, brother. Thanks, man. Thank I think it's not the, the party, but it's like, uh, it's, it's, it's something, right? It's something, man. You know, um, we we will be, I'll, I'll, I'll tell you on Friday, but yeah, no, it's something. We are, uh, it's going to be a shindig. I'm very excited. I'll tell you, I'll tell you more on Friday. I'll tell you more on Friday, but thank you. Yeah, bro, for sure. Uh, but like, Serious man, the video that you posted, 
about the UK uh, police. It, it got me, it got me, man. Like thinking about this series can happen to Brazil, you know? Because what, what's worrying me is the silence of good people. Yeah. Because they are not talking about, you know. Well, that's even in, even in UK with their protests, they they got like thousands of people. They're still doing this. Imagine in the in the places that people are doing nothing, they gonna crash. Yeah, no, for sure. This this literally terrifies the hell out of me. To just see like these people literally kick a door in, sashay up these stairs, like like there's no such thing as human rights, like there's no such thing as private property, like 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 exactly. that. And, and, and in the video, the lady says like, "Hey, you didn't uh, follow the guidelines, which which was quarantine in the hotel. Like the the guy just wanted quarantine home, and what's the problem with it? with with his own family, like?" These people want to take apart your family. This is it's obey big brother on steroids, and it's dangerous as hell, dude. I mean, like, think about it. Like, you could you imagine just saying, you know, f it to the to to to, to the violation or to whatever the rules are for like a couple hours. You're out there going out with your family, having a good time, and then look at this. This guy literally kicked the freaking he kick he kicks wood off. He cooks he kicks the hinges off. The freaking door, dude, and literally breaks in. That's like some criminal shit right there. Why would like if this if, exactly. if dude didn't have a badge, he'd get shot. If any if this happened anywhere else in any type of situation, they would get killed for breaking and entering into a house. But because this dude's got a 10 star on his chest and a fucking mask on, we're supposed to capitulate and bend the knee. This dude like that, like I don't know, man. This this is I, dangerous. I think from what what I do in this situation, bro? Because seriously, if this happened in my home, I don't know if that if I, I killed the guy or I just like uh, frozen. Because if we, if we do it, our life I don't because we we're gonna get arrested. Yeah. So it's like you are in the best situation, man, because you can do nothing. Dude, that's that's where I'm like, are we are we not able to have like lawyers? Like, how does are we not able to have lawyers? Like, are we not able to have like I don't know mob groups that'll just like fight off and fend off cops? Like the 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 sad part is I feel like we're being pushed into violent confrontations because they're removing the idea of peaceful peaceful resolution. What what happened was um it like this guy was a, ra- a, a rapist, you know, like a criminal. Let's but get that's, that's the thing. Let's get this. Uh, let's get this other person's opinion real quick, Lucas. I'm curious. No, of course, I'm sorry. Yeah. No, you're fine, brother. Uh, Mr. Ashmatic, is that right? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. All right, Mr. Ashmatic. Then there we go. So I, I'm from the UK. I'm from London. Nice. So, um, thank you for joining us. You know, no problem. And the guy, the guy that posted it, um, there's a guy called Nathan, and he's from Liverpool. So what happened was the incident happened in Liverpool, in um, north northwest England, and um, basically 
as you said before, that they were going, the guy said he was doing the quarantine and um, someone came to the house and she was like, oh, you're breaking the law. And he's like, oh, it's not a law, it's a legislation. And so a lot of people from the UK are trying to quote common law. Now, um, common law is basically, um, basically our constitution, our constitutional rights, like how you guys have it in, um, in America and Canada. Right. So a lot of the um, police, they don't care about the common law or your rights. They're just making it sound like it's hocus pocus. So a lot of people are trying to quote common law and they don't know the law inside out because there's a lot of trickery in the words and the language, how it's presented and how what the certain words, if you say it correctly, you can get out of the situation. For example, if you need to do a test, if you say it correctly, then you can get out of it. So basically, the guy was meant to quarantine the hotel, and the authority, the woman that was from the authority, she said, oh, you're not meant to quarantine in your home, you're meant to quarantine in a hotel. Anyway, long story short, she calls the police, the police come knocking. So that scene that you see when a guy, um, when they enter the house, the woman's screaming, she's like, I'm disabled. So she says that she's disabled, she has heart problems, please don't enter my home please don't enter my home, I've got heart problems. Um, the, the police aren't listening, basically. And they're gone into the house to go and arrest the, um, the man. So that's basically what happened in that incident, which you saw um, in America. I mean, but over here in, 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 um, in England, England, Liverpool. So do you, from your perspective, would there have been any way for these guys to get out of this? Like, was it how they had if responded to the situation? If you don't know that, because the law is it's an old law. Common law is like an old law. Right. And it's centered around the Magna Carta. It's a, exactly, there you go, right? So basically, lots of people came across this common law and they're trying to quote the, the, the common law, but because they don't know it inside out, all they know is I do not consent or um, I do want to, I, I do not consent. But literally, that's most of the words people know. They don't actually know the, the ins and outs of the common law. And so police are coming in and saying, no, you're breaking the coronavirus acts at certain sunsun. And then they're um, coming into their houses without warrants and arresting these people. So, bro, and, yeah, yeah, I'm sorry. But this is right? Like, they can do this? And I'm sorry, I'm, I'm getting confused. If they can well, nobody quite knows what the, the law is anymore because, like, they're able, under these new um, acts, coronavirus acts it's like they change the law because remember this is an emergency right so in a in a, in a in a state of an emergency they're allowed to put out certain acts and certain legislations and a lot of people don't know that they're dealing with corporations yes as opposed to actual um like law which is meant to protect us the the, the, the human beings um so um that's why the police, police are just following orders. They're not, they don't know what's going on. That's literally, a lot of them don't know the common law themselves. So as far as they're concerned, that person's broken the law, they're endangered to society and they need to be arrested. So that's why they're coming in to people's houses without any type of, um, without any type of, um, what's it called? Any papers, they're just coming in. And it happened to quite a lot of businesses during lockdown. A lot of um, uh, small to medium-sized businesses, they were trying to stay open. And um, they were going on Facebook Live, Instagram Live. And you had, like, police breaking in and entering into their houses 
or into their property, into their private property, into their workplaces, and shutting them down. So that happened a lot over the UK, and because it was, lots of people were watching it. Like um, at one point, one guy, he had over fifty thousand people watching um, police enter his business, and he was trying to call common law, and he had about three to four lawyers present. Three to four solicitors were present at his um, workplace, and um, they still managed to enter his building and arrest him. And so when people saw that, that little piece of hope of common law went out the window, and people were like, oh, this common law can't be anything true because people are still getting arrested. So they literally got the fear into a lot of people because no one was able to bypass the police. In that certain, in that in particular situation. So, so you're yeah, saying? Bro. Go ahead. Thank you, bro. So, bro, do you think like this, this shit that uh, this shit that is happening over there? Uh, no, no, no. People work. People are getting wake up like in UK. Yes, now you see with um, at the moment because Boris has come out with um, the lockdown. Um, is what's bringing numbers down, um, not vaccinations. I'm waiting for tomorrow's, because already, already on Twitter, it's going crazy. People are saying, what, what is going on? Like, people are outraged that, you know, he's not saying vaccinations have drawn down this, this virus, the disease, and it's locked down. So there's a lot of talk, even MPs are a bit um, restless. So there's a lot of um, unrest. So people quite split up on this. So you've got some people saying, "Oh, it's the young people that aren't unvaccinated, sorry, yep. that aren't vaccinated that are spreading the uh, virus." Yep. If everyone was vaccinated, then you know, you know, things will get back to normal. But now Boris has said this; he's actually thrown a spanner in the works, so to speak. He's actually thrown like a lot of pro-vaxxers off because. If he says what is true, that means he kind of delegitimizes that. He kind of um, he takes away the power of the vaccine, takes away the power from it because that means he's kind of leading us up to a future lockdown, as in um, maybe not in October, but a little bit closer. So a lot of people now they're not sure because we've literally opened up on Monday and like the bars, the pubs, the packs, shopping, the shops people queuing around the corner. I've seen it for myself. So it's not something I've just seen on social media. I've seen um, pubs fully packed. I've seen um, I've seen restaurants fully packed. Like today I went to the um, Pasta restaurant, it was fully packed for the people. And we're on, um, for the kids, it's, it's their Easter holidays. So um, everywhere's really busy. So, um, so, so now, people are going to be like, oh, he's saying the lockdown has brought the numbers down. We're not too sure whether we trust what the prime minister, the leader of the state is, is actually saying. And, and the funny thing is, the, the narrative from the very start is that people have never really trusted what he did because he's done a lot of confusing messages. So he will be like, um, don't go to work, go to work stay at home no don't stay at home so the narrative from the very start has, has been, been wishy-washy he would say something yeah he would say one thing and then you go back and say another thing so yeah, already he's a scumbag, he's a scumbag man. He's 
I, I know him from the media. I don't know what you guys think about it, but, but he doesn't I don't like this guy. Definitely doesn't seem like a so, champion for the people. No, what it is with, with Britain, with the British people, they believe in science, but they don't believe in the government. That's what it is. Because when it, it, they see Boris as a, uh, an idiot, more or less, and like when Boris talks, nobody really listens. He just waffles, and so when he's not when he's talking gibberish and he's not making any sense, they're like, "Oh, it's just Boris, it's just <laughs> Boris." But then when the science has come out, because Boris even had to say himself, "We're following the science. We we follow the science because he knows that people, the government haven't got the uh, reputation to, um, you know, to be competent." Um, yeah, to, 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 to say like, this is what's happening and this is the truth because they've been so wrong on, on so many occasions. But this is the biggest scandal so far. The fact that he's actually come out and said um, vaccines, he actually came out and said vaccines aren't driving down the virus. It's the lockdowns. It's just put everyone, it, even pro-vaxxers, that they are now like, they're, 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 they're in fear of the lockdowns and but at the same time, it's not that that's woken people up because everyone is still doing track and test, track and trace, yep. which is basically another form of a COVID passport. Yep. It's another form of a passport, but people don't realize because they wanted their freedom so much, they were happy to go into a pub, wear their mask, and before you go inside to a pub um, or into a shopping center or a shop, you individually have to track and trace whereas before one person could be you could be in a group and one person would do the track the testing the track and trace app and um, the rest of the people could get in but now everyone has to do it and so but no one like clocked onto it everyone's like yeah it's fine okay don't mind i'll track and trace that's incrementalism what takes to get the because um, obviously the, the threat of the virus for them is real because obviously they've lost loved ones and so they're not seeing the bigger picture. So um, that's the state of affairs over here at the moment. Mr. Mr. Ashman, yeah. uh, did you want to touch on that real quick, Lucas? No, bro, you, 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 you can go. I, 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 I love you. No, I was, I was just going to ask him real quick um, to touch back on uh, common law and the, the legalese yeah. surrounding this. Uh, you had yeah. mentioned earlier how basically corporations worry about whether or not it's legal uh, and we have to worry, worry about whether or not it's lawful uh, because the laws are for us, legal are for corporations and entities like that. Uh, to touch back on Correct. what you were saying with common law, from your perspective, is there anything that we should look at uh, in common law to help get us out of this? I've had people call into the show and talk about looking into things like Black's Law, like that might be another yeah. uh, an, a, another another form of our rights that we might need to look into. Uh to help get us out of this, but uh, what what are, what are your thoughts on that? Uh, if you could touch back on again, common law legality versus lawful, um, and then we'll uh, go from well, there. There's, at the moment, um, what was for quite a lot of people, there was a, a video running around on YouTube, um, and it was basically educating people about their fiction, um, and it was quite a few lawyers that posted on this this idea of the straw man so you might have seen the straw man um fiction versus legality legality legally um 
So quite a few people watched Strawman 1 and 2. And so it was explaining um, your rights and what you can do and how to maneuver. And off the back of that, quite a few solicitors are now um, forming an allegiance and an alliance, sorry, that um, kind of, uh, you could, they will represent you um, in okay. terms of common law and how to educate yourself about it. Um, and also there's a few books they were recommending to um, to capture, to, um, to purchase, sorry. Um, but it, it, I, I myself personally, I do not have the knowledge on the common law myself. I have watched a few videos on it, but off the top of my head, I couldn't tell you word for word <laughs> the law per se and how to get out of um, certain situations. That's, that's all right. But it's, do but you I have, I have, bought a, I have bought a book, but it's a small one. It's not in depth enough um, to, to um, you know, get out of certain situations where, where you need to, um, um, yeah, where you need to protect yourself. Because obviously, yeah. someone coming into your house and and you and you and you don't allow them in and they're kicking the doors down. This is like, this is a different realm altogether. Before, yeah. you'd have to let the person into your house. And if they never had papers, you could refuse them entry, but they're, they're breaking in and entering into houses. So I don't know what's going on now. Well, the thing is for me, like I think what, all you say is, is that they, they don't want this to end, man. You know, they don't want this to end. Like, this, and what, what, what gets me sad is like, yeah, UK is so old. Like they have like this huge history they led, like the the world, you know, like conquered the world, like. Uh, but but crazy man, how people is getting this this thing getting so far, you know, like I saw the protests that happened, like the the they gathered thousands of people. Yeah, I was and there. I think that's nice. the only way, man, to to get the freedom back. I don't know the other way besides violence, and 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 and, and, and it wasn't even violence; it was peaceful. But uh, yeah, it was very peaceful. It was. Um, just just one thing I would say. Um, obviously, Prince Philip, the the Duke, um, has died. He died, obviously, on on um, in the early hours. Not early hours, but early uh, earlier this week. And um, a lot of people in the UK weren't happy with the coverage he was getting. Um, he's not really loved. And the royal family have had a lot of bad press lately, um, ever since the whole Meghan and Harry situation. Um, so basically what happened was um, the, the, queen, the queen, her husband died and about two to three days they changed the programming on um the national like british broadcasting television that's the bbc right the bbc for two to three days were showing um you know documentaries and news clips about the um the, the queen's husbands and they got well over a hundred thousand complaints saying that you ruined our programming you're putting too much of this royal family on so a lot of people i heard about that uh, moving away from the uh, the royal family at the moment they're not really too happy too pleased with what, what the royals are doing at the moment 
and especially like it was so close to um, the whole Megan, the Megan and um, Harry situation, that didn't really go down too well. And I think like a lot of the nation is split on, on that particular issue still. So at the moment, the royal family needed some good press, but it didn't really work out because everyone started calling out Prince Andrew. Like, what about Prince Andrew? Why is this? And, and the reason why they were calling out Prince Andrew was because he recently came out and started speaking on, like, you know, his father's death. And they were like, well, what happened to him being questioned about all these allegations? Because um, that was really, like, well-documented over here in the UK. And there was, like, a big inquest, which kind of just got dropped out of nowhere. I, I definitely, I, I, I saw people uh, talk about that in these couple of, in these past couple of days as well, how uh, people are more upset with the coverage of the late Prince than they are uh, in relation to COVID. Like people are more upset that they're covering the Royal family than they are staying on the COVID narrative. Like there's billboards uh, in the UK saying, you know, rest in peace. And people are upset saying, why are you, why are you changing up the, the COVID narrative? Is that what you're talking about out there, Mr. Ashmatic? Yeah, so basically, I'll clarify that. So what happened was, um, about four weeks ago, in the area I live in, it's, in, it's called Clapham, basically what happened, uh, a woman was abducted and uh, raped and murdered wow. uh, by a police by a policeman that poses an undercover. Um, she went out running, and he said, um, you know, um, undercover um come into my car and she jumps into the car for some reason i don't know why but basically um there was massive massive um it wasn't a protest it was more like a they called it a virgil where uh, loads of people laid flowers down where she was abducted and that was in clapham common which is a massive park in london and they all put down flowers Literally a day after she was um, um, found dead. So everyone was putting down flowers. Um, and then basically, because there was like a mass gathering of people putting flowers down, the police intervened and said, you're not allowed to mass gather. This is like a protest. And then people started pushing the police and there was like a little um, unrest. And one of the police officers ended up pushing over uh, one of the ladies that were putting down flowers. And so there was a massive outcry. And um, even the um, Prince William, his wife, she came over and she laid flowers. So it even looked like a publicity stunt because she came over and everyone else was wearing masks and she wasn't. So fast forward, four weeks to, to, to what happened just now, outside Buckingham Palace, hundreds of people are laying flowers down uh, in front of Buckingham Palace to pay their respects to Prince Philip. Police are present, but no one, no police are aggravating the people. And it's identical to what happened in Clapham. So a lot of people are scratching their heads. Why isn't anything being done about this? What's so different about this particular situation? And it's just... Yeah, it's, it's, it's making people question a lot of things well, it, and making the, the government seem a bit corrupt. Oh, well, yeah, it, this is a massive show of force. It's a rules for thee, but not for me. 
It's them showing basically. it's them basically trying to impose their will on the people saying that, listen, there's a new set of rules here. There's a two tier justice system. We, That's right. we have begun to pass down these ed- these edicts. We're all petty tyrants and, and, and you're the serfs. Uh, for our audio listeners, right. I'm playing the clip right now that uh, that uh, Mr. Ashmatic is talking about. This is of that candlelight vigil uh, where you where where you see the police uh, come up to these ladies as they're laying flowers, and then they literally detain them, and so people yeah, begin to correct. they begin to get you know a little a little unruly because here they are having the candlelight vigil for somebody that got basically kidnapped, and because they violated COVID rules these jackboots of the state feel like it's an, uh, appropriate to detain and disappear these people. So yeah, no, a massive violation of human rights, but again, a show of force by the police saying that, Oh, uh, you're, you're, you're like, you're not even allowed to mourn in this world they're creating. And I feel like that's the, that's, that's the crux of it right there. That's the linchpin that they're not yes. even giving you the ability to come together to, to 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 mourn not even to protest not to carry out anything crazy not to attend church right but to literally that's mourn right. a tragic event and that's 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 the craziness of all this so please continue yeah i mean that that is literally um where where people's heads are at so you're you're seeing people that were a lot of people getting educated at the moment because there was lots of people that were ignorant to what was going on they didn't understand the establishment and the, the royal elites that they were, um, there was racism within it because obviously with the whole Meghan uh, Markle situation, um, when they asked about the color of the baby, that sparked a big debate within the British culture because before, the year before, it was the Black Lives Matter and then we had loads of statues of slave owners in Britain, and the world was shocked that, you know, oh, the British are racist, but they're just very um, covert about it. They're just, they're not in your face with their racism. You know, I've heard, I've, I've definitely like, heard what, that before. Uh, I've, I've definitely heard that before. I think yeah. Daniel Kawaii, or, or Kawaii, I forget uh, the gentleman's name, but he was in uh, Black Panther. He was also in Get Out. But he also, he, he, yeah. he basically said that as well. He's like, the, the people don't know that the Brits, they are definitely a lot more racist than you think. They're just a lot more subtle uh, in how they go about yeah. it. So I've definitely heard that before. Yeah. And it's just because it's down to, um, because the British Empire, they're the ones that literally schooled everyone. Yep. They schooled literally the whole of the West. So when it comes to, like, we've got black um ministers who they obviously appointed um how to deal with race relations etc um but they've all been taught through the british system so everyone down to we've got um different schooling systems so you know we've got like um between we've got something called nursery and then after nursery you graduate into a primary school and then you have a secondary school which you guys call college and then we've got university um, so we, through all those stages, everyone's been conditioned yep. a certain way because that's how the British have taught people. So when a lot of the um, Africans that they say are oh, the African leaders are corrupt, it's because they were schooled in Oxford 
and Cambridge, which are the um, institutes that the British have created for the rest of the world. So when they appoint leaders, they have the same kind of methods yep. and same type of ideas because that's what they've indoctrinated uh, people with. So that's why they're so good at um, they're so good at because um, racism is just power, isn't it? It's power control, essentially, and it's a way to divide the different classes through uh, a skin color or to separate people through working class. Because we have like a large working class in the UK, um, the middle class was rising up, and you could see they wanted to kind of um, push the middle class back down. So there's a separation between the top class and the working class, so no one gets to that that level. And at one point, there was a lot of people going to university, and so people were finding it hard to to get jobs because that university qualification didn't really mean much anymore nope. because too many people were getting educated. So they had to kind of move the goalpost and say, well, you know, you can't just have a university degree anymore. You need to have experience with that. So by the time people finished university, and they'd been studying for four or five years, there was no jobs at the end of it because now they've moved the goalpost and they're saying, well, too many people are getting on this. It's a bit like the housing market where, you know, at one point in the 80s, the housing market was affordable. 70s, the housing market was affordable. Nowadays, it's hard to get onto the housing market because they're trying to separate the rich from the poor. To get a mortgage, you have to have a minimum of 60 grand or 50 grand, uh, which is 50,000 pounds, which is about, I don't know, $100,000 in, in your money. Yeah, no, so ridiculous. it's even harder. So you could just see the the, the power divide um, slowly but surely throughout society. Yeah, no, hearing uh, we were having this conversation earlier, you know, about what's going on uh, with the crown and the royal family. I'm definitely going to be talking in the future about what, because I heard this talking point out here earlier today. You know, at least with with monarchies and with some of these these families, we at least have the semblance of a social contract and working together and trying to move towards something. But it definitely seems like with the erosion of the monarchy, with the them trying to topple the patriarchy, the destruction of the family, it feels like we're going more towards yeah. like a French, a French revolution mob rule uh, to where even the Royal family yeah. isn't even considered like important. And I think that that worries yeah. me in and of itself, because you're right. Uh, the, the, the Western world did kind of come out of Britain and we're seeing it kind of, again, bend the knee and submit to this, 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 this world changing event, um, that's taking yes. place, but, uh, closing thoughts. Cause I got to start wrapping things up for people. Uh, what would you like to let the yeah. audience know that we, that we already haven't covered? Um, well, I mean, I'm from the UK, so I'm just coming from a UK perspective. I love and, it. And, um, basically. They, we've got a show called Panorama, which I, ironically is done by the BBC, which is BBC is owned by the government. So BBC is like, um, I don't know, I couldn't have, there's no equivalent in America, but basically it's, it's, our main, it's our main channel. If any news happens, it's on the BBC. So basically there was an undercover show that exposed the um, testing kits to be contaminated a bit, a bit like what happened in America. I think it was with, 
I can't remember, but um, but basically in the UK, a lot of the testing kits got um, contaminated. So um, there was a lot of false positives. Yes. But they mentioned it in the in the news, but it was almost like, yeah, we mentioned it, but like, oh, that's it, it's done now. It, it kind of went over people's heads. No one really was like, oh, this is outrageous and injustice. That means, you know, all these cases um, are not real or the cases of the numbers have been inflated. There was no real public outcry for it. So I'm starting to realize that a lot with um, the vaccines at the moment, people are still testing positive with the vaccines in the UK. But like, that's okay because there's um, different variants about. So like yeah it's it's just it's just at the moment even though they're putting certain truths in the um in the news lots of people still aren't questioning um what's going on and like astrazeneca you know blood clots they're putting a lot of um spotlight on astrazeneca but they're not talking about the pfizer um and the uh, moderna's recently just coming to the uk at the moment but they're not talking about their adverse reactions in terms of, um, you know, yeah, they're not really highlighting that so much. They mention it and then they just move on. Or what they would do is they'll get someone in the press to say, oh, yeah, I, um, my, my husband died from um, a vaccine, but you guys should still get it. They will never have anyone on the press or, or in the news saying, oh, don't take this um, vaccine. My, my father or my brother died from it. They always have someone that's positive saying, yeah, you know, I've got an adverse reaction, but still take the vaccine, take the vaccine. Um, that worries so that's me. The situation, that's where we're at at the moment. Like, those are things that are happening, but it's just going over people's heads. People complain, but they don't, they don't do anything about it. That does, that does worry me. Again, <laughs> just seeing like the blind compliance, you know, and again, the, yeah. the lives that are being uh, lost. Lucas, you wanted to say something? Yeah, bro. I want to say for the the uh, new friend of the year that from UK to keep the head up, don't give up, yeah. and keep like informing people, man, close friends, and, and like it's crazy that time we're meeting, man. Like I posted the video, the video there. EJ was doing over there. The police breaking the. The, uh, the, the home that we were talking about earlier. And like, man, a friend of mine in Brazil, like, commented and sent me a message, like, oh, they 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 was right because the guy break quarantine. And wow. I said, man, you was pretty stupid. I can't even argue. With you. <laughs> We, we are really, we literally are all we have. And that's why 
at, at a certain level, we kind of have to switch up our tactics. Uh, instead of covering the news, we've got to figure out how to go at it at the source and use like the network that we have to, again, link up with people like yourself who are in Brazil, link up with people who are in the UK, link up with people who are in Europe, link up with people who are in Russia and China and say, hey, what are you guys doing about this? Because we're, we're, we're seeing the walls come in and we need to talk less about what the wall, how the walls are coming in, what they're doing uh, and how we stop it, because it's 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 moving a lot faster than we think. And so they kept us they kept us trained on this this issue, this thing that's taking place. Uh, this is why I had asked Mr. Ashmatic beforehand about, you know, what he thinks of for, 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 uh, plan wise, what we should do, different actions we could take, uh, what are proper legal recourses we could have, because that's our, that's got to be our solution. That's got to be our approach, uh, not pointing out more of the corruption that's taking place. Uh, but gentlemen, I really do appreciate you guys for joining me as well as our, uh, our telegram audience, our YouTube audience, and, our, our carryover audience. I really do appreciate you guys joining me uh, for this this uh, first transmission in the new configuration. Um, what what did you guys want to uh, give us your guys' closing thoughts and then I'll, I'll close this out for us. And then uh, that'll be that. Please take the floor, gentlemen. Um, I would just say um, that the more information that gets out there, I feel people can't deny the truth. This is the age of information, and I still feel like, yeah, as more comes out, it becomes more obvious what's going on. So I just say, I know they're locking down a lot of platforms at the moment, but lots of people, uh, look what happened to WhatsApp. That was brilliant. What happened to WhatsApp was the best thing that ever happened to us. Um, so now a lot of people, whether they believe or not, especially in the UK, lots of people left uh, uh, WhatsApp. For the corruption what was going on um so i just still believe that there is hope because the spread of information and teaching others um you guys definitely look at strawman um it's it's strawman it's s-t-r-a-w-m-a-n strawman um a fiction um if i can find a link I'll, I'll i'll send it over um but it's really a good watch and there's a few um good uk um lawyers or solicitors as we call them um that are really hot on this hot on this um, particular topic but yeah just keep spreading the information um people will, will learn they will find out um sooner rather than later and we do have a protest as well in the uk on the 24th it's going to be massive so watch out for that 24th of uh this month it's going to be over 150,000 people marching through london it's going to be crazy wow and that's it Watch out, watch out. That's what I want to yeah, hear. Yeah, man. I don't have much to say. And uh, I nice to meet you, this new friend over here. Uh, nice and that's it, man. Let's keep the head to get let's keep the head up, moving forward. And for me it's just crazy, man. Like I really appreciate having this channel to talk about, you know, get to know EJ a little closer. Sorry, I'm so crazy. And have, have, have someone that, yeah, <laughs> we are, we are, all are. <laughs> no, I have a place to talk about this thing, man, because sometimes I really want to be dumb, you know? I really want to be stupid and don't see it. Because sometimes this can get you sad, you know? Like, 
sometimes the skin gets depressed, not depressed, but just without hoping, without hoping the future, you know, like what's going to happen because this is moving too fast, you know, like, and, and people still thinking like, oh, they are thinking about our health, you know, like with all this evidence, people cannot see it because like you say, some, some people see their loved ones then or getting real sick. They think this is the ultimate disease, like all oh, this I was so so uh, I see old people getting getting better after getting COVID, you know? That's the crazy but man, just keep keeping keep doing the work, you know, like being healthy. Uh, praise the God. Amen. Amen. Amen, brother. That's all we can do. Well, heck yeah, boys. I want to say thank you guys for joining us. Um, it's unfortunate that uh, <clears throat> we had to come together underneath these circumstances, but I thoroughly believe that we are all getting stronger from every single interaction and every single day. It's going to present its own challenges to us, but I think we already know inherently what decision we have to make regardless of if it's heavy regardless of if it's hard we're becoming stronger with each and every passing day and while we might not have a perfect answer given the situation you've got to look at how much ground we've been able to cover under year like with, within a year and how much progress has taken place like i said before they're not going to show us any of our any of the advances we make any of the plus sides or the positives that's why we've literally got to make our own wins and see where we are where we are making progress it's just going to be hard especially in dark times like this but that's why we have to come together that's why we have to have fellowship and that's why we have to discuss these things because even though it is dark there is light taking place and so i really do appreciate you guys joining us as well as the audience that we still have uh and and and, and that we're still even able to do this in these time frames man like it's going to get even crazier yeah. and harder but uh you know i'm i'm, I'm just grateful to be in this position, to still be able to carry on with you guys. So thank you very much for joining us. Yeah, man, for thank sure. you. I think in the end we will, we will win. Like the good going to prevail. You know, it's gonna have. It's gonna take time. Man. It's gonna take time, and we are definitely not. We're definitely not gonna get out of this the way we went into it, bro. <laughs> we are definitely gonna come out something different. Yeah, for sure. Because yeah. and it's what you say, man. We're gonna have to fight with all our strength and inches to get a little of freedom and peace that we had like five years ago. And I'll take three it. years ago. I'll take it. If like it, it like the idea is for them to eventually they're gonna try to abolish. Uh, we'll save that for another show. Abolishing private property and stuff like this. But there is yeah. there is a purpose. There is a point to all the work that we are doing, and we've got to really just. Thank God for our lucky stars, learn to count our own blessings and take our wins when we get them and learn how to make them because it's not going to be easy. Uh, but this is the future. Yeah. This is the world. This is their new normal. And this is what we can do. So, again, thank you, gentlemen, for joining us. I hope that you guys join us again next week. Yes, we will. See you on Friday, bro. See you on Friday, okay? Oh, I, see, I, oh I, don't worry, bro. I got I got you, Lucas. <laughs> I'll see you, bro. All right, guys. See you, guys. Later, Mr. Asthmatic. Take care. Oh, man. I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it whenever uh, our international audience tunes in. I really do.
But uh, that is going to about wrap it up for me over here, ladies and gentlemen. I think that's going to wrap it up for me. Um, yeah. Sad truth is, is we lost our page. Uh, 300,000 followers, 16,000 posts, several years worth of work. It's gone. But you know what? The fact that we've got the audience and the core committed people that we have today is worth every single bit of it. Uh, you know, I, I hardly even remember some of the earlier seasons because of how intense these past couple of years have been on the, and the amount of work that we've done. And I know we're just getting started. That's what's crazy. Consider everything we just did, like the treat, the free trial version of the operation. Imagine where we're going from here, uh, going into this fight, knowing what we know, taking the skills and the resources and more that we've developed over time. It's going to be a wild ride. And I'm going to try to hold on for dear life as long as I can. But it's only going to be in part because of your guys' continued support and the Lord God Almighty's ability to continue to give us uh, the creativity and the mindset to achieve these things. And so, again, ladies and gentlemen, I can't say it enough. Thank you uh, for being here. Thank you for allowing me to be in your life. And thank you uh, for tuning in and for following. We're starting a whole new chapter, and I'm grateful that you're here with us. Uh, but like I said, ladies and gentlemen, that's all I really have for you guys and gals. If you have any questions, feel free to email me. I'll have it in the description bar below. And as always, guys and gals, stay vigilant, expose lies, and share truth. This is Noise Era, Freedom Faction, out. Oh, shucks. Noise Era, Freedom Faction, Mr. Gabriel, uh, the Negro Hero, the, <laughs> the Negro Superhero, as well as Lucas, uh, Mr. Ashmatic, Jensen, and all the other guests, all the other amazing guest members that we had here with us. Uh, hopefully you guys join us again next week. Uh, coronavirus free. I'll catch you guys later.